Wright and Spike Cohen. And Jason uh, Morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. For Spike, Helen, Oive, East, Mirin, Cohen, <laughs> I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom with... Mr. Bearded Truth himself, ladies and gentlemen, Jason Lyon is with us this evening. Everybody, please welcome Jason to the show. Ellen, what? Oive East Mirin. Jason, say hi to the folks. I'm terrified of you all right now, and I love you guys. Glad to be here. (laughs) Folks, thanks so much for tuning into this muddied waters media production check us out on facebook instagram everything check us out everywhere we're everywhere and be sure to share this right now share it like it subscribe hit the bell press the comment comment and say things algorithm think algorithm with everything you do on the show algorithm 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 just constantly do things to show reach and appreciation and donate donate over here but we'll talk about more of that in a minute uh but yeah hit the bell i want your phone to subscribe turn my phone on silent i want your phone to to absolutely explode with notifications every single time we go live right now thank you so much matt first and foremost allow me to thank the wonderful and fantastic people at siestacava.com for the kava i drink on this and every single episode of muddy waters media and allow me to thank le bleu for this delicious water that i hope jason has some water <laughs> not yet or milk or I hope something. Jason has some milk. Yeah. Yeah. Water's going to make it worse. Some water from Le Bleu. It's <laughs> mm, this delicious, nice, cooling kava. Mm. Oh, my throat feels uh, so soothed. Jason, who do you want to thank for what you're going to be consuming this <laughs> I don't know if I want to thank them, but I'll, I will definitely thank everyone for, uh, for what I'm about to be drinking. Um, and that would be, of course, a wonderful variety of peppers and chilies. We also may be able to to have some of the hottest beef jerky on the planet. And as well as we have a 7 million Scoville unit hot sauce that I'll be putting on a chip, potentially. That's about all that I'm going to be ingesting without you. Yeah, so let's let's explain this. so for every hundred dollars that we raise and the link is over here so we are raising money oh let's okay let's talk about the shirt for a minute so there was a family who was a friend of the muddy waters media family a friend of all of ours um and they are fighting uh to keep uh to keep one of their children and uh because of the mess that happens in family court they are asking to be uh to remain anonymous so we are keeping them anonymous and respecting their wishes but we do want to help them uh, on the hopeful off chance that they uh, that they uh, end up not needing the money, that it ends up being dismissed sooner, uh, then they will refund any monies that that have been raised that were not used. Uh, but we are which means everything that he's doing tonight might be for naught. There's a potential that everything Jason does tonight will will only sweating. help this will only help this family <laughs> in showing them support, but not actually help them in any substantial way. Uh, but that's that's a whole other subject. Um, and so to help raise money, here's what we have set up. What, let me rephrase that. Here's what Jason has set up. I think this is a terrible idea. Matt's neutral about it. This was Jason's idea. 
Right. So yeah, one hundred percent. Jason's idea when he pitched it, I went, "Man, if this is what you want to do, I'm not going to tell you not to." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we all want to enjoy the family as well. If I could direct everyone to the GoFundMe page and see who the author is, no, just kidding. I'm kidding. Matt did all of this under my my help. Uh, I told raising, him to do it. It's my raising idea. the money was Matt's idea. <laughs> this this was your your idea, and I, I was blameless for all of this. But anyway, uh, so for the first hundred dollars, for every hundred dollars that is raised above this eight hundred ninety dollar amount. Uh, uh, Jason is going to eat the next hot pepper. So, and they're going to get progressively hotter as they go forward. Now, Jason was not able to find any ghost peppers or murder peppers. Um, but so for, uh, every thousand dollars that is hit past this 890, um, he will eat habaneros until 2000. If we raise at 2000, Jason will eat the hottest beef jerky on the planet. If I could, this, so when I yes, got please. this, this wonderful pepper, or this this wonderful peppered beef jerky, um, the shop owner who owns the shop of, of hot and spiciness informed me that this was not only truly accurate as the hottest beef jerky on the planet but when he bought it he tried it himself and could not open the store the next day wow so naturally um, and this is this is a man who who works at a pepper store yes this is not somebody who goes to a Thai restaurant and orders just a 10 like I do. This is a guy that goes and says, you can't make it spicy enough. Give me the spice rack and just eats the spice rack without the food. Like, just beyond. Wow. Uh, oh, I can't. I, I actually can't handle 10. But let me be honest with you guys. I eat the Brent, six on a, on a, on a good day. <laughs> Brent DeRitter is very concerned for your safety right now. So I would like to say this. I didn't want to put this in the rules, but if you guys give an odd and peculiar dollar amount between um, $11 and $19, then I can make a choice of being able to drink milk, of drinking water, of eating some saltines, <laughs> of eating bread, um, or whatever else I can to, in order to help soothe myself. So those of you who are gravely concerned, and trust me, I will potentially be donating to myself on this just to, to get some support um <laughs> you guys are more than welcome to and oh and well we it looks like we already it. got our first hundred bucks uh, <laughs> thanks well to... he still has to eat the hundred bucks from uh tom arnold yes so tom yes, arnold right. who we all know as the liberty clause um has been having connectivity issues so he donated previous prior to the show so this is for tom I don't so I will bear with me some of these things I have no idea what they are I went to a um uh Hispanic farmer's market and I said I want all of the peppers I want all the varieties I want hot peppers and so uh he said spicy I said yes yeah, spicy so some of these things I have no idea I know that they are spicy and I know that I'm going to regret this decision later but it's for such a good cause that I'm going to be doing it. So this one's for Tom Arnold, and then I'll go right into the next one. <laughs> this is going to be a nightmare. Like, I I am legit concerned about Jason's health. 
He's already. I'm generally concerned now as well. Come on. Oh man. Okay, so everyone who wants to donate, here's the link down here. GoFund.me slash 519CCC22. In fact, I'm going to put the... Buddy, that's your first one. This is already... This is a terrible idea. There were so many seeds. What a bad idea this was. I just want to say that again. Let me get that link. All right. Okay. Go in for the second one. We haven't even I'm done I'm use the other side of the yet. mouth. Maybe that's going to be a better idea, right? My mouth is already burning. Sure. Is that? I mean, yeah. No, that's good. Do I re-burn yeah, the same spot or do I spread the burn? I think at some point it just numbs, right? Here's the link to donate. We just put it in the comments. So and it should be, uh, it's pinned on Facebook, I think, to the top. I, I think I did that right. I'm going to put it in the comments as me just... um in the in oh no it showed up okay all right cool so that, okay cool there were so yeah, many so seeds oh so that's, many seeds okay. in both of those so we've already oh oh i guess i can't <laughs> there we go all right cool so <coughs> yep thousand so here we go let me re, let me re is this gonna be like okay all right so you're good for now all right let's uh so let's talk about the sponsors to give jason a little bit of time to recover here <laughs> Uh, so this episode is brought to you, of course, by the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus, the fastest growing waffle related caucus uh, in this or any other part. Well, I, what am I saying? This is the second largest caucus in the Libertarian Party and the fastest growing caucus in the entire party. Yeah. Yep. So if you'd like to become a member, uh, go to the Facebook group Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus. And if you want to become an official voting member, which means absolutely nothing, uh, you can go to muddiedwatersmedia.com slash store and get some sweet ass Muddy Waters gear. Or, well, and you can get some Muddy Waters gear, but also you can get some Waffle House gear, uh, Waffle House Caucus gear, including sh- uh, shirts and buttons. And if you like to buy weed on the internet, Cumberland Cannabis Co. is the perfect place for you to buy weed on the internet. Cumberland Cannabis Co. sells viable, ethical, and effective weed on the internet. So go to CumberlandCannabisCo.com to buy weed on the internet. Gravy King! Joe Soloski is running for governor of Pennsylvania. Uh, he is the key to Pennsylvania's success, and if you'd like to help Joe become the first libertarian governor in human history, go to joesoloski.com. That's G-O-E-S-O-L-O-S-K-I.com. Jack Casey. Whoa. Why is that little? That That's funny. Uh, Jack Casey <laughs> wrote these books. What are they about? Well, I have no idea, and I'll never know because I'm never going to read them. And uh, because I'm stubborn. And also, honestly, if they were bad, I'd feel bad about selling them on the show. And if they were good, I'd feel bad about how I talk about them. Because I don't know what they're about, but they look kind of silly. And his third book, which promises to be equally silly, Crowned by Gold, uh, is available later this summer of 2021. If you go to theroyalgreen.com, you can help possible cult leader Jack Casey sell his weird books about jewelry. That's weird and looks at you. And that one vomits and the other one's got a butterfly eyeballs. And there's something about some ship in there called the uh, Orphanage, which is just weird because it's Jack Casey. And I think it's just him dealing with his pains of being a child. Speaking Uh, of, can we not talk about pains right now? (laughs) Why is is that one big? Uh, What is happening right now? 
Speaking of really creepy <laughs> stuff that I don't know why anyone would ever want to do it, but here we go. Adderpan. Let's all play Adderpan, but not me, because totally, no, fuck that. Uh, Adderpan is a scary, 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 scary game. It's scary, and it's, I don't know, I don't, don't play it. I don't, if you want to be really scared, sure, play it. It's available for only five bucks on Steam. And it's good that it's only five dollars, because you're going to need the rest of your money for I don't know, probably like uh, ketamine to help with your psychological issues you'll have after playing this and, you know, ongoing therapy and all that fun stuff. But you know what isn't scary? Like this game, which you can get for only $5 on Steam, Adderpan. What's not scary is Fierce Luxury by Ashley. Fierce Luxury by Ashley, possibly our only serious product. Well, no, they're all serious products, but this one is serious and it's hard to make fun of it because it's just a consignment shop where you can buy some of the hottest luxury items like Louis Vuitton and Hermes. Hermes? Hermes. 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 It's Hermes. So if you have some Hermes that you'd like to get rid of, go to fierceluxurybyashley.com and she is consigning things at a 30% fee. That's 20% less than everyone else, she told me. I don't I don't know if that's true, but I can't imagine why she <laughs> I don't think she would lie to us. I don't think... Why would Ashley of Fierce Luxury by Ashley lie to us? Of course she wouldn't. So go to fierceluxurybyashley.com. And then, of course, there's... Where's the other one? Where's... There we go. Jonathan Reels. Jonathan Reels is not a real boy. He wants to be. But he's not because he hasn't raised enough money for the federal government to acknowledge him as a real person running for Congress. If So if you go to jonathan.cash... I know that's higher than 486 now. I just haven't gotten the new graphic. But uh, he is getting closer every single day to the $5,000 he needs for the federal government to recognize Jonathan Reels as being a real Jonathan. Jonathan.cash. How you feeling, Jason? Uh, I regret to inform you guys that <clears throat> they've donated further. You should reverse yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. 100 bucks at a time. Just so you can really... Oh, man, that that's even behind what I have here as the... <laughs> as the moderator of that. <sighs> I love you, James. <laughs> this was your idea. This was your idea. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be like the slogan for tonight. Jason, right. this was your idea. You, this was your idea. But Muddied Waters is happy to announce that we donated $100. In, in numbers divisible by 11, 12, 13, 14, 16, 17, 18. Wow, it, was, so, it was just a no. flat line. Just a flat So your wife has informed us that she has donated $11, which allows you to... To have a drink uh, of milk. To have a drink of milk. Or, and someone else, Lady I, Desiree, said... Man, I it is $1,283. I love you guys all. <clears throat> I just want to say, like, this is when we were brainstorming for this. When when um, when this cause was brought to me, um, I knew that libertarians and and our and our core belief that we all love to bring up others within our society, mm-hmm. and I knew that we also like arena battles, um, yes. in some regard, and we like to see like 
the pain suffering. and suffering. And so I figured I would, I would fuse these two together and I suddenly regret all of my decisions. So here goes the next pepper. And then once it refreshes the 1200, I'll eat that pepper. Then I'll get some milk. I, I want to let you know that uh, Teresa Burkhart, Therese Burkhart, sorry, Therese, Therese Burkhart and your wife both gave an odd number in between, <laughs> in, in between 11 and 19. So, I will use one of those uh, after this after these next two peppers and then after that thank you so much the this wife is, is also donating paper towels <laughs> <laughs> um i forgot where i was going about you making you're, 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 she's worried you'll make a mess i love that that's her biggest concern right now is that you don't like make a mess man she brought me a trash can too this one's also <laughs> got so many seeds So we're going to circle back to the show. Um, again, uh, everyone who wants to watch Jason suffer. I mean, at this point, it doesn't even matter what we're raising the money for. But if you want to watch Jason suffer, uh, go fund.me slash 519CCC22. Um, Please. That's him. Yeah, just go ahead and just go ahead and do that. Uh, I want to so, call in sick tomorrow. Let's, let's do this. Here's the next one. Well, that's apparently what's going to happen. Uh oh, Sarah made a good point, and leave it to the the Jew to come up with a, a legalistic standpoint here. She said, "Why are you eating the whole thing? Oh my God, you could have just been taking bites." <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh man, man, I get it. That's it. That's what I do when she's like, "Why are you doing that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, watch. I'm gonna do it even harder now." Yeah, that's yeah. So uh, one person, Thomas, uh, Thomas Queter, uh, suggested that maybe if we can raise the whole amount, you just have some capsaicin-based pepper spray. Just suck some of that. Just... <laughs> <laughs> that way you really don't have to worry about going to work. Oh, man. Oh. So do you, you know what time it is? <laughs> it sounds to me... Speaking of something that would probably actually help with this right now, it's time for the mud water mushroom. What do we call it? The mud, mud water. The mud water mushroom mud water coffee mushroom replacement. Coffee replacement C cacao rapid fire segment brought to you by Mud Water Brand Coffee Alternative. If you woke up today and said, "Man, I just ate a crap ton of peppers, and what I need is some masala chai, cacao." mushrooms, turmeric, sea salt, cinnamon, and literally nothing else. Well, folks, what a great time for you, because if you go to muddywatersmedia.com slash mud, you can get some mud water today. And I'm guessing that Jason would love to have. Wow. <laughs> You're looking good, buddy. <laughs> increasingly concerned. We haven't even hit 2000 yet. So speaking of people that are in visible discomfort most of the, most of the time, Kamala Harris. That? Water. <laughs> my daughter yeah, brought me no. a gallon jug of water oh that's so that's sweet. very sweet of her very that's sweet that's only gonna make it worse sweetie um or maybe does mud water quell wanted. pepper pain i'm not gonna say that it does but i'm saying it's gonna have a better chance than anything else i mean it might what if mud water yes like, just completely neutralizes <laughs> pepper pain <laughs> I'm scared to re to um to refresh this. Okay, no, we're still we're still there. 
All right. Uh, so Kamala Harris appeared on BET this weekend, almost as flustered as uh, Jason is right now. Uh, she was asked about whether or not she would see voter ID as a concession that she would be willing to give. Uh, and here is her response to that question. I don't think that we should underestimate what that could mean. Because in some people's <laughs> mind, that means, well, you're oh. going to have to um, Xerox or, or, or photocopy your ID to send it in to prove you are who you are. Well, there are a whole lot of people, especially people who live in rural communities, who don't. There's no Kinkos. There's no Office Max near them. People have to understand that when we're talking about voter ID laws, be clear about who you have in mind and what would be required of them to prove who they are. Yeah, he is right. That's... There is no Kinkos. There is no America. Kinky. And there might be an Office Max. Okay, but also, you don't actually have to photocopy it. Like, <laughs> there, I mean, how on earth could anyone ever make a copy of anything now? Right. Like, that's impossible. You need a Kinkos to do this. You, you need a Kinko's or an Office Max in order to make a cut. Right. And these are these are the same people who I'm going to totally rip off your tweet. Um, these are the same people. Oh, no, that oh, no, were no, saying, no, 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 no. We're not going to rip off our tweet because the incredible Larry the Cable Guy. The point he made is that, as Larry the Cable Guy said, Spike Cohen's really smart. And he tweeted Spike Cohen former VP candidate for the Libertarian Party, Spike Cohen, uh, as saying a reminder that the same government who thinks that rural Americans can't photocopy their ID wanted them to have a vaccine passport smartphone app to be able to go to the store. Great, great point, Larry, the cable guy. Jimmy, Jimmy Lee says my redneck ass doesn't have a Kinko's nearby. That's because nobody has a Kinko's nearby. I think the last one closed I don't or like got officially absolved into FedEx in like 2003. Oh, that's right. Kinko's is now the FedEx store. Or yeah, FedEx it's the FedEx shipping or whatever it's called. Oh, uh, FedEx uh, office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there is no yeah, Kinko's yeah. anymore. And Office Max is Office Depot. Larry knows. Larry knows. I just want to inform everyone. The milk is like curdling in my mouth. Um, it is. <laughs> it it turns into a creamy texture. Wow. So thank you guys so much for all the love and support so far. <laughs> Jack Casey says I donated seven dollars, but my request is that we raise the pepper increments to five hundred instead of a hundred because he cares about you. Because he, I'm, Jack I'm, Casey, I am, cons- I am concerned. If I, if it I pleases it the the crowd. How about that? I don't think anything will please this crowd. I think this crowd wants blood, the, w- the way that they're donating. They want suffering. Yeah. Uh, so Brent, I... Ritter, Brent Ritter gave $13, and Jack Casey gave 7 which Jack Casey didn't follow the instructions, but I think we can allow it. <laughs> Jack Casey didn't read the instructions, which is why Spike Cohen will read his book. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but um, he said do it and he'll donate another $7. Um, <laughs> this is incredible. Kenny Johnson says, I don't like watching him hurt himself. Neither do we. We did not think this was a good idea. Let's see. Oh, Jesus. 
Jesus. Oh, no. I think maybe oh, the 500 thing is a good idea. Maybe the 500 thing. Would... If we can go at, at uh, once we hit 1500, what? if we can move to 200, that would what? that would help appease okay. the empathetic viewers. Sure, 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 sure. And still we'll give you guys that. an easy. All so right, if I could be, if I could be honest with you guys, right? I, I believed in this message. I believe that this was going to be successful. And you guys are, are already blowing my mind with all the support and love. Sure. This is Ooh. so speaking of so Kamala Harris discomfort. Yeah, so Kamala Harris. Um I forgot what I didn't know. I was just trying to get it back. Uh so the White well, speaking House. Of, speaking, speaking of speaking of pe- cops. Speaking of police. There you go. Nice. Uh, a White House memo went sent uh, was sent out yesterday morning, uh Monday to state and local officials discussing the need to put more police officers on the beat and urge the use of the American Rescue Plan funding to hire more law law enforcement officers, bringing the police forces back above pre-pandemic levels in communities experiencing an increase in gun violence associated with the pandemic. If we were just to take a look at where those areas are, those are the areas where they wanted to defund the police and voted heavily for Joe Biden because they were under the impression that is what he would do. That is even if he never said it. I mean it would be funny if this didn't result in people getting hurt. Right. Now, incredibly, uh Larry the cable guy also had something to say about this. Fuck you, damn. <laughs> If you got heartburn, I'll tell you what, you need to go, you need to get Prilosec. Get her done. That's shockingly like what it's like. <laughs> I mean, almost word for word. I eat ribs every day and I love it. But I'll tell you what, one more thing about what, how much ribs I eat a lot. I'm Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> eat Prilosec. Eat Prilosec? Consume Prilosec. <laughs> almost positive he doesn't phrase it like that. If you if you go to a football sports game and you run out of chips, eat Prilosec. It'll bring you joy. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant fucking thought. God, it's got loads of calories. And it'll give you. It's what, what I think this? of every every time I think of Larry the Cable Guy. I think of that guy going consume Prilosec. <laughs> Which is what uh, Jason's going to have to do after all of this. He's yeah, because we just got a, a bevy of new donations. I'm seeing oh, how no. fast Amazon can deliver. Oh, my gosh. Let's see. Hold on. Where are we at now? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Wow. I don't know if is that people want you to suffer or that they want the suffering to end. Right. They're trying to get it to the 1500. So that way. <laughs> they're just trying to get you. Let me change it up and go with the jalapeno. I think that's going to be a little bit less spicy. Okay. That's a good call. Now, the the memo went on to say, our strategy provides including funding for law enforcement through the American Rescue Plan for state cities and to be able to hire police and pay them overtime in order to advance community policing. Uh, he said that the plan will also invest in community violence intervention. 
Which, by the way, community policing is the term that the Department of Justice has been using for about a decade now to describe counterterrorism by police. It is not community policing as described by police reform advocates, meaning communities policing themselves or community-based policing or police departments that only hire within the same communities. There are a few different uh, uh, definitions of community policing that are all used by different uh, police reform advocates that are all different ways to try to de-escalate violence within police departments. When the federal government talks about community policing, what they're talking about is counterterrorism. They're talking about using the police to police the community. And the community means Muslim people, typically. 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 Jason, can I ask you a, a question? Of course. How many drinks of milk have you had? This is one drink. <laughs> okay, well, you have three more coming then. Oh, jeez. Thank you for keeping track of that. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not uh, keeping track of that at all. But I'm keeping track of the when he gets to drink. I do want to keep track to remind everyone that uh, it was Jen Psaki and the Democrats who said that if you had wanted to defund the police, you should have voted for Trump. Which is just because it was the Republicans who were voting against police funding. She said, uh, I wish we still had that uh, overlay because she said that last week. Mm. Yeah. Speaking Speaking of community policing, (laughs) the White House is going to be sending people door to door, Matt. Door to door, people's door to door to push vaccination, uh, uh, the vaccine uh, to people in all, all communities across the nation, according to Jen Pasaki. And uh, they'll also be supporting local vaccine mandates for the COVID vaccine. So they're going to be coming door to door, knocking on the door, being like, hey, if you haven't been vaccinated, you should be. Now, I don't know if they're going door to door to just every door or just to the people who aren't vaccinated, because if it's just to the people who aren't vaccinated, that scares the shit out of me. That means there is a list. That means there is a list. If they're going door to door to every door, whatever. Like, okay, They're one 100 percent. They are not. Yes, because that would of people that have not registered as vaccinated, which means they have been keeping track. And remember when just a few days ago, even the mere suggestion that the federal government was keeping track of who was vaccinated and who wasn't would get you called all sorts of names. Then now those same people are insulting you if you don't answer the door. Right. Yeah. The fact that they're even considering going door to door to try to push this vaccine even if, because when this first broke, I saw a bunch of people on Twitter saying they didn't say they're going just to the people who aren't vaccinated. They're going, you know, they might just be going to every door. And I said, okay, that's actually a valid point. But mm-hmm. until somebody is like going and actually knocking and they're skipping three houses or two houses or yeah. just one house, like if they skip one house, I'm just going to be like, they have a list. Like I'll watch them. I don't care. I'm going to go with them. Like, no, I'm good, but I'll, I'm going to follow. I'm, I want to shadow you because I like door to door sales. And then I, and I'll go with them and be like, hey, what's that you got there? What? 
why are their names on that you should you should follow up with them and like after they go to a door go knock on the door and be like here's what the government has done in order to to prevent the uh uh the market from responding to COVID as quickly as it could oh and, wow and here's how warp speed it. failed us yes i right. like that idea actually <laughs> hi folks i have some great news for you you can ignore the people that just came to your house did you know that you have a, a right to refuse search and seizure tell them to come back with a warrant uh yeah so speaking of biden i guess that's our first topic for the day oh let's do a quick update before we go further let's see if there's any oh 1469 nice 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 1469 that doesn't get you to a new 100 does it so you get you get a little bit of a reprieve right now you get a little I bit do. Of, a, of a reprieve yeah you get you get a little this. bit of a break right now am i so go ahead um so according to according to a white house fact sheet which uh i believe you can find in the comments or not sorry not in the comments in the show notes um the president He's a t- he is comparing himself to the Roosevelts. So today, President Biden is, decis- uh, is taking decisive action to reduce the trend of corporate consolidation, increase competition, and deliver concrete benefits to America's consumers, workers, farmers, and small businesses. When past presidents faced similar threats from growing corporate power, they took bold action. In the early 1900s, Teddy Roosevelt's administration broke up the trusts controlling the economy, Standard Oil, J.P. Morgan's railroads and others, giving the little guy a fighting chance. In the late 1930s, FDR's administration supercharged antitrust enforcement, increasing more than eightfold the number of cases brought in just two years. Enforcement actions that saved consumers billions in today's dollars and helped unleash decades of sustained, inclusive economic growth. Yeah, I, I, we, I, there's so much that was wrong there. I have to. So much, it. so much wrong. So. Wait till we get to what it is. <laughs> Standard Oil, J.P. Morgan, all of those were things that had been basically chartered as monopolies by federal and state governments. Like that wasn't a market reaction. The breakup wasn't necessary if they had simply gotten rid of the regulations that and and the charters and the the direct no bid con that was the first era of no bid contracts. If they had simply not done any of that, there would have been far more uh, uh, cooperation uh, with the for the little guy to have a fighting chance. And then FDR, it was anti so-called antitrust enforcement that actually led other company that first wave of companies that did business and this was in the midst of the run-up to world war ii and you still had companies fleeing the u.s for other countries to get away from the 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 regulations that were being put in in place by fdr and many of those uh monopolies that he was breaking up had been created in the first place by his New Deal policies and the policies of Woodrow Wilson and, to a lesser extent, Warren G. Harding. So, anyway, go ahead. So, among other things, I believe believe that the uh, executive order had 72 items on it. Uh, I grabbed a bunch of them, but it wasn't 72 because we have other things to talk about. I'm not going to lie. There are certain things on this list I'm not opposed to. 
Make it easier to change jobs and help raise wages by banning or limiting non-compete agreements and unnecessary cumbersome cumbersome occupational licensing requirements that impede economic mobility. I like the occupational licensing requirement. I'd be more interested in how that non-compete agreement is going to work. Right. Uh, That. And again, these are just how it was listed. Don't know how it's all going to play out, but I I do like getting rid of occupational licensing and non-compete agreements. I think are, I don't agree with them. I don't like, I'm not, I, I'm not a fan of them in theory, but I I understand the purpose originally behind them. I think they do get abused. Um, But again, that's because of a lack of competition and way over abuse of IP. If you have, you know, if if you, you can use IP and non-compete agreements to effectively make sure you have no competition. The problem there is the IP, not the non-compete agreement. Um, But yeah, I mean, if I've taught someone how to do something and then I tell them, I don't want you to compete with me for the next year within this geographical area, um, and I just spent a year plus teaching them how to do that, then I, I, this discourages, this discourages apprenticeship type of agreements. Um, so if it says banning or limiting, I, maybe if the limiting was to, to make it where it couldn't go past a certain geographical area or something, or maybe a certain time frame or something like that, then maybe, but uh, the occupational licensing thing actually sounds better. Right. No, I agree. Um, lower prescription drug prices by supporting state and tribal programs that will import safe and cheaper drugs from Canada. Why not just let people import drugs from Canada? Right. I mean, I think that's what I think that's what they're saying is to let the states import drugs from Canada. I'm yeah, but why not just let us do it? I mean, oh, like, fair, again, fair, 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 fair. This I, is I, not so the way I read it. So the way I read it to. If if your state says you can import drugs from Canada, that means you, the individual, can import drugs from Canada. I oh, that if was that's how what that I means, read it. Yeah, okay. If that's what I, that and again, means, then absolutely. And again, these are copy and paste, so I don't know how yeah, yeah. they mean it exactly. Right. But that was how right, I right. read it. Um, this one I liked a lot. Save Americans with hearing loss thousands of dollars by allowing hearing aids to be sold over the counter at drugstores. Right now, the cost of hearing aids is roughly about five grand after doctor's visits and checks and being able to get it. And I think there's only like three or four companies that make hearing aids. Just let them buy them. Let them buy them without a prescription. I I like that. I don't have any problem with that at all. That's good. Um, Save Americans money on their internet bills by banning excessive early termination fees, requiring clear disclosure of plan costs to facilitate comparison shopping and ending landlord exclusivity arrangements that stick tenants with only a single internet option. Yeah, so that last one's going to cost make internet cost more. So what happens is landlord exclusivity agreements, they'll they'll supply a block like a um, like an apartment building or a condo building with cut rate, you know, much lower cost plans um, in order for them to be exclusive on that. Um, like I, our, our uh, HOA um, had that and, and or has that and our internet went way down. Uh, banning excessive early termination fees is, I think, again, you just open up the markets by getting rid of the red tape that makes it hard, right. harder to have more competition that problem takes care of itself um and again the same thing with the clear disclosure of plan costs but that last one's probably going to end up making things cost more because it's those exclusivity agreements that 
cause them to give lower prices, but we'll see. So yes and no, because like where I used to live in uh, Gulfport, Florida, you could only get one company. I don't remember which company that is now, uh, but you can only get one company. And when I first moved here, I was like, okay, let me call. And I asked them how much it was just for internet. And they quoted me and I was like, that seems really high. And so they're like, yeah, sorry. You know, that's just what the price is. And I was like, what if I lived in St. Pete? And they said, nope, still what the price is. So I called back and I said, Hey, I'm setting up in a, a new, I'm setting up a, a new account. And I gave them a random St. Pete address. And they said, oh, okay. And it was much lower because you had options. Right. But is that because of landlord exclusivity arrangements or because of who was providing in that area? That was a city exclusivity. Oh, yeah. No, that's no city exclusivity. If they're negotiating with the government, you know, they're not getting a better price. So that's fair. <laughs> that's not. Yeah, uh, no, that's, that's it, not, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. But, that's but fair. landlord exclusivity. Uh, if it mean if that means referring to, I mean, the only reason the landlord's going to ex- take an exclusivity arrangement is because the cost is lower. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the rest I'm not as worried about. This next one actually doesn't sound terrible. Except I, this is going to up the price of airline tickets. Make it easier for people to get refunds from airlines. It's just saying. Make it easier for it's it's make slower. it easier it's for. Not... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. Make it easier for people to get refunds from airlines and to comparison shop for flights by requiring clear upfront disclosure of add-on fees. But they do. I don't know how easy it is to get refunded. I mean, I've had to do it a few times and I've not had any issues. So, I mean, I don't. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've I, never I, had to do yeah. it. Yeah, but no, I mean, the thing is, you can't, the refunds are typically for a reason, unless you pay for the insurance. That's why we always get the insurance because it's easier to get refunds. And also, um, so like what just happened, we're coming back from um, coming back from uh, from Mississippi. They canceled our flight, and so that the insurance covered our um, covered our hotel and our transportation to and from the hotel for that reason. Which, by the way, everyone, go ahead and pay for the insurance when you get it. It's, it's just like twenty. Anywhere from fifteen to forty bucks more, and it's more than worth it. Um, where, where are some other things? Um, making it easier and cheaper to repair items you own by limiting manufacturers from barring self repairs or third party repairs of their products. I like that. Oh, I like that. Is that that's uh, that's the right to repair thing, right? Yeah, that's the right to repair thing. That, as long if you as you get something, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was um, I was just going to say I was just going to say only if it also stops governments from requiring a license to do self repairs because there are many city and state governments that won't let agreed. you do self repair without the licensing. So if they have that in there too, I'm not that worried about it. Right, yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, like the Tesla thing where you could re- you could uh replace it or repair it for like 600 bucks but they charge you like 5 grand or whatever it is. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um stuff like that. Uh, make it easier and cheaper to switch banks by requiring banks to allow customers to take their financial transaction data with them to a competitor. They already do that. Do well, them? When I, I haven't. Bank, when I when I switch banks, they did. So maybe some don't. Yeah, I I don't know. I haven't switched banks in like fifteen years. So 
I, I, I did not know. And usually when I switched banks, it was because I had no money in one of them. So I didn't really need to worry about it. Yeah. Um, empower family farmers increase their incomes by strengthening the Department of Agriculture's tools to stop abusive practices of some meat processors. Pass now, the this Prime Act me. and that doesn't even matter. Pass what? The Prime Act. We talked about it on the show a while back. Uh, right. Thomas yeah, Massey yeah. introduced it. If, if farmers were able to, to negotiate directly to have meat uh, to, to process their meat and have it taken directly to the consumer instead of having to go through the, the processor distributor store pro plan that, that is mandated by federal law right now, none of this would matter. There wouldn't be abusive practices because there'd be a million meat processors out there. Right. Uh, increase opportunities for small businesses by directing all federal agencies to promote greater competition through their procurement and spending decisions. They've been saying I don't that for know. decades. That's not going to happen. Um, the order also encourages the leading antitrust agencies to focus enforcements, uh, enforcement efforts on problems in key markets and coordinates other agencies' ongoing response to corporate consolidation. Uh, the order calls for the leading antitrust agencies, the Department of Justice, FTC, to enforce the antitrust laws vigorously. I don't know why I forget I did that. Forget I did the rest of this. Um, but the hearing aid one was the big one for me because actually I want to pull up that thing because I want to read to you what he said. And I can't believe that I was dumb and didn't put it in here. Maybe I didn't put it in the notes. Man, I I am doing just a not There's a request a for a refresh. Man, I wasn't going to do that to you yet. Yeah, we were going to. Yeah, I've, let's, I've, let's already, go I've the... already eaten the 1500. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, you, you right, surpassed well, let's, let's the 1500. All right. Now I, you're at 1600. At but, but now it's, but these are now $200 increments. $200 so increments. Till, you're good. Till but he still has to eat for the 1500, right? No, he said he already did that. I, yeah, I just ate that one. Oh, okay. So I saw it personally, but to have it updated okay. for the viewers. Um, hearing your face is getting like red. It's 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 like red and pale at the same time. <laughs> it's like glowing. Yeah. So for the hearing aid um thing, oh, labor markets, healthcare. Da, 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 da. Hearing aids. Hearing aids are so expensive that only fourteen percent of the approximate forty-eight million Americans with hearing loss use them. On average, they cost more than five grand per pair, and these costs are often not covered by health insurance. I didn't know that. Uh, a major driver, I don't know if it's true, but they're saying it, so I'm reading it. Uh, a major driver of the expenses that consumers must get them from a doctor or a specialist, even though experts agree that medical evaluation is not necessary. Rather, this requirement serves only as red tape and a barrier to more companies selling hear hearing aids. The four largest hearing aid manufacturers now control 84% of the market um, and then some other stuff. What he's saying is to lower the regulations and allow more companies to make these things and to get, get it out from behind the counter so you don't have to go through a doctor to get it. You can do that with so many things. Do that with yeah. birth control. Yep. Do that, do that with... Um, they should have been done that with birth birth control like that. That did you say they should never, have been done that? They should have been done that. <laughs> this is a two thirds South Carolinian show today, so I get to say things like "been done." That's fair. yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, they should have been done that. Yeah, should've no, they should have done, done that, and they should have done that with hearing aids, and they should have done that yep. with um, 
uh, so many, like just so many other things I, that I can't think of off the top of my head because hearing or birth control was the only one that really popped into my head as something at that moment. Um, like Ashley Greer Smooth says, do it with literally everything. I wouldn't do it with literally everything. I don't feel that all drugs need, like insulin. Do you need insulin to be? Shouldn't you? Shouldn't you? <laughs> need a prescription to get that i think it should be up to the the suppliers and so forth to decide it. i don't think that should be a government thing um but i i so if someone couldn't afford to see a doctor but was able to manage their diabetes through insulin and being able to you know check their own so that i'll tell you something actually no i would think diabetic supplies would probably be something that i would say i i don't I mean, ideally, yes, you should be seeing a doctor, you know, multiple doctors if you have diabetes and, and you know, seeing an endo and seeing, uh, gosh, who else is involved with diabetes? Definitely an endo and, and maybe others as well. Um, but if you can't afford it, but you've been able to learn to manage your numbers by using insulin and, you know, your test strips and all that, I, I mean, I, I, I think most, yeah, if not all I mean, things should be, should be. You know, I would say to... I would say most, but I'm certain like there's got to be a few things out there that I would have to be like, I don't think that should just be over the counter. I mean, my so, for example, my my treatment for MS is incredibly expensive and relatively scarce. Um, I think at the very least they shouldn't be they shouldn't they're not going to want to or they shouldn't be giving it out to people who don't have. I think the only things that it's effective for are MS and certain types of Crohn's disease. And if you don't have that, then you're wasting the supply of a, of a product and potentially you're risking yourself because if you have certain viruses or, or immune disorders and stuff, you shouldn't be using it. But again, if someone wants to take that risk and they're willing to buy the product, which just increases the demand for it, which in theory reduces the price for it through increased supply i mean it's it's hard you know like i said i ideally this would all be governed by a combination of market actions and supplier and provider policy um but just the question of should it be i i don't know i think diabetic supplies possibly yeah i i I think that would possibly qualify and so like like cajun uh cajun libertarian check him out on fridays um here on muddied waters media uh yes. with the eskimo um he says he gets on, his insulin on with fr- walmart on, fr- with- on on fridays yeah they're on fridays now oh okay on fridays okay cool cajun had a lot on his plate and he had to cut down some days for you know family time and stuff no problem yeah no get it um so we're gonna be a monday through friday show or yeah monday through friday i like it monday through friday but he says he gets his insulin with walmart no prescription can't afford a doctor so he can go and get if i could piggyback off of this real quick so cajun sent um instead of using the gofundme link he sent 30 dollars, and he said me as the mr beard of truth have to tell the truth that i have the best beard and so i want to thank you for the donation we'll add that to the to the column <laughs> and i will continue to tell the truth i appreciate it very much cajun that's <laughs> what it said verbatim i don't know i don't know how else to read that Oh, I bet I figured out a way, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
But no, thank you, Cajun. Definitely. We appreciate it. Thanks for helping out. Um, but yeah, no, like I do believe in right to try. Like you should be able to, you should be in control of your medication. Yeah. And I liked right to repair. You know, I was less horrified by those uh, proposals, although I think some of them are possibly unnecessary. Some, and again, and, and I, and some I hope that we read correctly, like the one about state and tribal programs that import safe and cheaper drugs. I hope that just means states and tribes that are letting people do that. Um, right. I see no problem with that. I see no problem. With it. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there. And we hit Joe Biden a lot. We hit Trump and if a he's lot. Gonna, we, yeah, we did. We hit Trump a lot. But whenever they do something good, I want to say it. And well, we don't know what this is going to be, how these are going to be written, how these are going to be enforced. If, if some of these, if they come out the way that they are written, good on them. Like, I, I'm not upset about some of these. If they go yeah, the way I, that we have, the, the way that I read them. And I'm even reading the part about the uh, uh, antitrust stuff. It sounds like a lot of nothing. It sounds like to enforce the antitrust laws vigorously and recognize the law allows them to challenge prior bad mergers. I think this is a lot of saber rattling. I, I don't think this is really going to uh, end in any real breakups of any type of thing. I, honestly, I'm less concerned about breaking up of monopolies than I am of getting rid of the policies that led to those monopolies in the first place. If if you know Jeff Bezos is forced to break up Amazon and or or i guess break up his larger company of amazon blue origin mgm whatever whatever i don't really i mean it's not that huge of a deal to me uh i i'm more concerned about getting rid of the policies that led to the creation of those types of of gigantic monopolies in the first place if they can direct uh federal agencies if they can really have more uh greater competition through their procurement and spending decisions great They've been saying that. I don't think there's ever been an administration in our lifetime uh, that has not said that they're going to make the federal agencies be more transparent and have more competition in their procurement and spending decisions. And then it doesn't happen. Right. So I, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But some we'll of this see. stuff, or at least a good bit of this stuff, is not terrible, at least the way it's written. Right. So... Well, we're going to have to see how all of it turns out. Uh, it was an executive order, and these are, you know, the 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 alphabet organizations that are going to be putting it through. So, you know, grain of salt with all of it. But if they go right. through the way that they, the way that I read them, I'm not against all of them. It's and not bad. He, like, I, and it, it's, yeah, it's it, he's trying bad. to open up the market and make things cheaper and more available for people and more accessible for people. Then that's good on him. Like yeah, the way that he was bad. describing the hearing aids was a free market solution. Yeah, no, that was 100 percent. Yeah, that was literally just get government out of the way. At least as it was written. Now, at least how it was written. 184 have been Jason, written to sound mind. free market and then it ends up being the creation of an agency to whatever, whatever. But at least the way it was written, a, a, the, a good bit of that was good. And even the part that was like the part that was kind of making me cringe, that sounds mostly like a bunch of nothing burgered who, to appease the, the you know, anti-corporation base of, of, right. of his of his party. Um, while also making it clear to the corporations that fund his party that uh, there's not going to be any real change here. Uh, what what I what I wouldn't be surprised is if they go after 
large companies that aren't donating at least 50% to Democrats, those are the ones that suddenly get picked for, you know, uh, get picked for, um, you know, breakups or, you know, greater scrutiny of their of their consolidation and stuff like that. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see when it when it comes down to it. Um, but I'll tell you something else that isn't, you know, that isn't terrible on its face, guys. Um, well, first of all, let's do a let's do a quick uh, update here. We're at sixteen sixteen. A Jack Casey donated uh, eleven dollars, so you can add another drink of milk. Uh, yeah, I, I already got it. You got it in there. Okay, I, I'm cool. watching. Yeah, I'm watching it come in on my screen over here. So I'm keeping uh, updated. How are you feeling, uh, Jason? He he has four drinks of milk left right now. How do you feel, Jason? Well, I just got fact checked, and so that 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 hurt. Uh, so I thought I was eating a jalapeno because I thought it was going to be nice and, and cool, uh, and it was it was it was spicy. And then I was just informed that it was a serrano that I ate. Uh, so we're we're not we're not climbing down the scale at all. Um, it's hot and spicy in my mouth right now. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, no, I'm I'm. I've just been surprised you haven't weighed in at all, and I'm I'm thinking it's because you're overwhelmed by the spice. Uh, yes. Yeah, I was, I was going to say I, I'm not surprised he hasn't weighed in at all. I've been kind of waiting for him to like kick in, but then I look at his face and I'm like, he may not speak this episode. I am. Yeah. No. So um, the stuff that's going through my head right now is like I'm like that's a great point. My fi- my face is on fire. Hey, that's a my yeah. my, my my eyes are watering. Yeah. <laughs> so Cause, cause folks, it's amazing. Anyone, um, go ahead. Elsie says she's never and, seen you this quiet. <laughs> I know, right? Like on, on live on TV. So, folks, for those who have never seen, tune in Mondays at is it at eight? It's now going to be at eight PM Freedom Time Eastern. Okay, uh, Mondays at eight American time, as opposed to mark marxist time uh uh at 8 p.m eastern mondays at 8 p.m eastern right here on muddy waters media is uh mr america the bearded truth with jason lyon uh he usually is not this um this demure uh he usually is much more uh outspoken and i was expecting a little bit more but i think he's just um a little bit he's just taking a moment uh sarah and <laughs> sarah has in some really full, good advice for you in, in the comments jewish mom mode sarah and when you go pee don't touch your penis which <sighs> have, this have is the voice of a that. jewish mother here i can even hear it oh gosh don't touch your penis <laughs> don't <laughs> oh, oh oh you please. know you only you only make that mistake once all right. People I mean, are true. asking for the Carolina Reaper. So I want to I want to clarify. So we started off the night at seven hundred ninety dollars. So I'm going to round that up to eight hundred dollars just to have a nice yeah. round even number. So at a thousand dollars, so I'll be at eighteen hundred dollars. Um, I'll be eating the habaneros at every two hundred intervals at two thousand eight hundred dollars on the GoFundMe. Oh, man. I will be eating this, which is which. So let me let me go through some of the some of the spices in here real quick for anyone. Um, I can't pronounce that one. I I can't pronounce that one. Um, uh, Jolakia peppers, scorpion peppers, reaper peppers. So so it's going to be a little bit hotter than um, ghost peppers and reapers. So um, we will get that at two thousand eight hundred dollars. Um. 
I'm scared to say that. <laughs> I will say, but I'm looking forward to it as well. And then at five thousand eight hundred dollars, he's going to eat a chip. What is that? Potato this is, chip. This is from Jack Casey. <laughs> don't tread on me. I love it. I love it's it. A, don't don't bite on me. Don't bite on me. I like it. So yes, at five thousand eight hundred dollars, I will be eating this, which I realize is really small and out of focus, but it is called the end flatline hot sauce. If you look it up, it is seven million units on the Scoville chart. Seven million. Like I opened it and smelled it and it hurt my face. Like and to put that in per- in perspective, the hottest pepper uh, is Smokin' Ed's Carolina Reaper, which is 2.2 million Scoville units. So this is more than three times hotter than the hottest. Well, Scovilles pepper. are uh, are not a uh, what is it? They are an exponential growth. So oh, it is it is by magnitudes. Um, oh, really? Hotter, I believe so. Well, that I will fact check that. What is what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Um, so, do you know what else is hot and spicy? Yes. Personal oh, yeah. injury attorney Chris Reynolds. The personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call in moment where you can go to anchor.fm slash muddied waters. To leave us messages, there's a message button. You can leave us messages, and we will uh, play them right here during the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call-in moment. And then also you can press the donate button, and you can become uh, one of our uh, regular donators and help raise money for the types of things that you're watching right now, like a a grown man suffering. Um, You do not have to make a donation to be able to leave a message or for us to listen to your message or play it here, uh, but we will like you more. That's true. And in fact, if you are thinking about donating to us today, don't go to to go to the fundraiser down here and donate to that instead. Yes, go be sure to donate to that instead. Uh, And our first question, we're going to get some weigh in from Jason, too, because he has had a little bit of a break, so he'll. He's gonna get to he's gonna get to talk now. Hopefully, if he feels up to it. Uh, is from Stephen uh, Stephen Witt. Why is that not playing? Oh, for God's sake! Hold on. Real quick on my fact check while you get that going. Um, so sure, it's sure. not that it's an exponential growth, but it is. Okay. Um, there's a an equation and something like there's there's a multiplication factor to it. So it's not it's not just three times more. It's like more than three times more. It's three times more. We'll count it as that. Okay. For simplicity's sake. Okay, that's fair. So one point five million to three million is most law enforcement grade pepper spray, and this is seven million. <laughs> so it's worse <laughs> than it's worse than Thomas's suggestion of of having a pep, just eating a pepper spray. <laughs> Yeah, That's Carolina right. Reapers are also between one and one point five and three. Wow. All right, I'm I'm going over to another browser so that I can. Um... <clears throat> so yeah, we're um, 
for anybody who doesn't know why we're doing this, uh, there is a family in need, and we as voluntarists um, really believe in helping people out whenever we can. Um, and since we are a community who believes in helping people out, uh, and sometimes in the most idiotic ways possible, um, our, 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 our dear friend and uh, brother, Jason Lyon, uh, selflessly volunteered himself to uh, pain himself, to just put himself through all kinds of pain for the next week i'm guessing yep. um and as we are raising money uh he is eating peppers hotter and hotter peppers um every 200 dollars will eat to lead to jason eating the next hot pepper if we get to 1500 dollars, if we get to once we get to one or 1800 18 sorry 1800 once we get to 1800 uh he will be eating habaneros every $200 uh, until we reach 2000 And at 2000 that's when Jason starts getting the good stuff. So while you are sitting there in the comments section, you're watching us, you're watching Jason suffer, throw in, you know, the, throw in a Finsky or something, you know, just toss in whatever. Don't go to Starbucks for the next week and take that money and uh, throw it to Jason here because... Um, they like to see wanna, me quiet. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't enjoy watching the bearded truth uh, sit there speechless? Also, Jason, I have to say, um, while you're not incapacitated by capsaicin, um, your show last night was fantastic. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the new format you are doing. Uh, I love it. Um absolutely love it uh and you did a civil asset forfeiture last night did a deep dive on that um roughly what an hour it, it was about 40 minutes so uh the the muddy waters normal plan of hey i'm gonna run a show for x amount of time of course we ran over so my my plan was to run it for about 20 to 30 minutes so 40 minutes is right on time great but uh Lots of great information. It is up on Anchor. You're welcome. Um, you. It's <laughs> It's up on Anchor, uh, so you can find it on all your favorite po podcasting platforms. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. It's on um, Twitch. Uh, it's on some other places, I'm certain. Uh, so you guys should... <laughs> I already did that. Okay. Um, uh you guys should uh check it out it was it was fantastic steven steven wet says he learned a lot kenny johnson says awesome show uh eskimo libertarian says i hope to sound as knowledgeable as you she says this to the man intentionally putting himself through pain yes so imagine how good he <laughs> sounded last night yeah really she uh well i mean she kills animals and eats them but i guess that she causes them pain as opposed to jason who causes himself pain um, right. So here, let's try it now. I think we should be able to hear it now. Okay. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh -oh. Uh, oh, good. What on earth is going on? Let's see. Hold on. I bet I can. So I have to eat another pepper, but we're yes, eighty-seven dollars away from the first habanero. 
So I should I wait for this question to eat or should I uh, no, yeah. give them Go some show while because I don't know what's happening right now. Oh, good, good. Spike is. Do you see how Spike is encouraging me to eat these? I just I want to point that out to everyone. This is <laughs> your idea. Yeah, no, this is definitely your idea. Um, why is that happening? All right, so I don't want I don't want to eat the jalapeno now. But, but we believe in you. We believe in you. It's going to be better. Or something. I, I agree it would be better, and so that's why I don't want to do it. How many seeds are you in you? How many seeds are in you? All right. There's. I might be able to get it on my end. Hold on. Let's try one. it one more time. I think hopefully this reset it. Uh... No. The only way I think I can do this is to also lose. Hold on. I think we're going to temporarily lose the fundraiser link so I can re. Let's try that. No, let's try it. Let's see what happens. Okay. I just want to say I appreciate that, Steve. Uh, Steve Sal said, it's at times like this that I wish I had money. Not to make anyone suffer, but for the cause. I appreciate that. Well, thank you. That means there. a lot. Thank you. Um, yeah, I can't get it to work. So, uh, um, can you hear me still? I can. Yes. Okay. Well, let me know if you can hear this. No. Can you? No. The question is, what kind of pepper was that? I am not sure. I went to a market, a farmer's market, and I said I would like to know where your spicy peppers are and they gave me a bunch of different them so some of these i have no idea um this one was like a chili style pepper but not a chili pepper this one's got a lot of seeds too they were bundled up while while spike and matt are running through the, uh, just play it on your muddy phone. water show. Uh, yeah, just just issues. Just, well, go, no, go 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 ahead, Jason. Uh, nope, I've got to got to take a moment. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but um, no, I I really do want to say thank you guys. Um, as as what we had spoken about earlier, um, this family is one that's well known within the muddy waters community, and um this cause of really, I mean, I might be, I, I might get in trouble with this family for saying this, but um, there's court cases that, that there are winners and losers because uh, one family is unfit. There's court cases in which um, one family is not a good fit for another. Um, but in this circumstance, it is not a matter of any of that, but just merely a matter of them being able to continue this fight. And yep. um, so I could not imagine. Left um, Spike how Cohen for. He- Go ahead. Sorry. It's going to work I, I, now. Go it's, No, you're okay. good. Um, I could not imagine how um, each one of those family members are, are feeling going through this. And so yep. 
I wanted to take this opportunity. I'm so glad that, that Spike and Matt wanted to see me suffer as well as help. Uh, no, Spike, the didn't, Spike did not want to. <laughs> idea. Spike, Spike did not want to. Spike, Spike absolutely did not want to. Um, Matt was Matt was uh, Switzerland on this. Matt he was okay it. with Matt it. Wanted this. Matt was happy um, about this. Yeah, I enjoy like when when my friends, as everybody knows, I'm a recovering addict. <laughs> So are, is this when, the car, are we calling calling the we're pulling the recovering addict card now? Yes, I'm a recovering addict. And when I was drinking or, you know, doing other things, one of my favorite things was listening to somebody go, I bet I can do this. And I would be the guy that went, bet you can. Yeah. And now that I hang out with people who are sober, these moments don't come up often. So I finally get that opportunity to get people to do this when i get that opportunity i'm like yeah you should do it you should do it i want to watch this because it gets me giddy like a child and i just get all excited about it okay so yes so um (laughs) so i i'm i was excited to be able to do this for this family and i know that they were too and and of course when i brought this idea up to matt as he just as he <laughs> as he just spoke about uh was excited about this idea and and I like a good challenge and and so I want you guys to be able to break me today for this family because we all believe in this cause and and we of course love to see families whole and um and our friends uh, suffer and and see yeah, and the suffering of our of our loved ones yeah yeah um, yeah no uh we agree with with all of that especially the suffering part uh i did get it to work so here's our first question from Stephen witt hello guy on left and spike cohen for the chris reynolds attorney at law anchor calling moment um i just want to get y'all's feeling on uh title 56 chapter 2 article 1 of the south carolina legislature low-speed vehicles about not being able to drive your golf cart past dusk in South Carolina and uh, just the overall law altogether. I, uh, I think it's pretty ridiculous. So I just want to get your take on it. I saw this post from the North Myrtle Beach government Facebook page. Yeah. And uh, Spike, I know you live a little bit up on that end. So just want to hear your take on it. I hope you guys have a great weekend in Tunica, Mississippi. Too bad I'm not able to attend. So I will talk with you guys later. Peace out. God bless. Well, Jason, God what are your you thoughts? Uh, I think that you guys need to refresh. <laughs> oh, I just did. Uh... <laughs> My thoughts are is that absolutely we need oh, to no. be protecting of these ducks and clearly driving golf carts past them is puts them in imminent danger and and yes. so we have to waste the, the turtles the too. taxpayer money the in or, yes turtles as well uh yeah. we have to waste taxpayer money to to write legislation get it passed and and yeah it's, it's for the good of the environment darn it yeah as, as someone who has been breaking this rule since i was 13 years old um i i think it's very necessary to protect the turtles and the ducks and the tourists um i think it's uh you know, the fact that these golf carts have lights on them and they're usually bright white. And you can see them 
mile away and they go 20 miles an hour and there's really no conceivable reason of any way whatsoever why this should not be allowed and the concept of dusk is just just vague enough to allow for disproportionate and selective enforcement it's definitely necessary like jason said and and now right now we get to watch this jason shit there we, here we go tell us what this is jason before you eat this so this is the first of presumably many habaneros um oh i might still have the scovones that that the the chart up yeah um which just to put this into perspective it's a hundred is between the 300 no go ahead yeah a hundred thousand to three hundred fifty thousand uh scoville heat units so uh multiply that times a, a Brazilian, roughly, and uh, you'll get that that hot sauce that we'll, we may potentially be seeing later on tonight. Twenty. You have six. You have six drinks of milk stored up. So, I love you all. I love you, the people of Muddied Waters. <laughs> I love you. I have an entire gallon of milk sitting here, <laughs> ready, and a pack of, yeah, and- of, of of hamburger buns too. I'm told. Yes. yes. I've got some hamburger buns. Yeah, so where I live, there's tons of golf carts. And uh, if somebody were to say, hey, let's ban them from the road, I wouldn't be that upset. Only because I hate getting stuck behind one of them going 20 miles an hour. But I don't think that we should be banning them from the road. So where we, where I live, there are actually golf cart paths. Oh, are there? So it makes no sense whatsoever to ban them because they literally have their own roads. <laughs> like, but who built them? The probably the golf courses. Honestly, I don't think that they're managed <laughs> by the city, by the by the county. I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't think they're public. Well, they're public, but I don't believe that they're 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 um, county roads. Because I've, I mean, they're also golf cart paths, so I don't think they have to get paved as often. Because um, they're mostly walked on with the occasional golf cart going over them. Um, so here's the next one from Matt Hicks. Oh, these are from Saturday. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, hello there, guy on left and Spike and the Cajun Libertarian. So this is Matt Hicks calling in on the, I I assume it's probably still the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney, a law anchor calling moment TM. Uh, So in the news today, uh, uh, apparently recently, the United States has finally decided that we're done with trash canistan. I mean, uh, Afghanistan and the country's on the verge of falling to the Taliban again. Who knew that the graveyard of empires would be no place for us to succeed in a militaristic adventure? What the hell? Uh, uh, hashtag laser legend. So, Jason, what are your thoughts on Afghanistan? <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha 
<laughs> so I could barely breathe right now. But uh well, yeah, I would love for this to actually occur. But I mean we've seen what? We've seen Trump promises, we've seen Obama promises. We've seen them declare this. We've seen them promise to take action and put dead deadlines down. I'm wondering if <coughs> I'm wondering if there's any validity to the idea that maybe, just maybe, it will just be a show again. <sighs> this is so difficult. <laughs> I mean, that's an excellent point. Pain, in, in an excruciating pain, Jason. Um, the Kelsey uh, Lyon just said, Jason explaining politics while drunk on hot peppers may be my new favorite thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's... that the uh, Taliban recently met with Russia. I, I believe, I, I saw this article, I thought about throwing it in this week, but... Uh, the thing we're going to get to in a little bit came up. Um, but uh, I think that the Taliban has control of 70% of Afghanistan now is what they're they've saying. Effectively, they've effectively had control of most of Afghanistan for quite some time. It, for, literally, for a while. Yeah, yeah, they just haven't been exerting it, but they've had the numbers for quite some time. Um, it was always understood that the Taliban was going to take over in Afghanistan. What concerns me is that there's all this stuff from corporate media about how all the incredible gains that have been made in Afghanistan for women's rights and minority rights that are all going to be thrown away if the Taliban takes over. Now, forgetting the fact that the the country has been run by child grooming uh, totalitarians and drug cartels for the entire time that the U.S. has been there. The Taliban is certainly no good actor either. Uh, but the reality is, I, I, and honestly, I think the Taliban wants us there. I think the re- reason that the Taliban is, you know, trying to, you know, go to Russia and do everything they can to try to stir things up. I think they kind of want the U.S. to stay there because once the U.S. isn't there, they don't have a boogeyman anymore. And, you know, it's now going to be a situation where it's no longer, well, you're either with us or you're with the occupiers. Now it's no, you're either with us or you cannot be with us and be against right. and, and not and not be supporting a foreign occupation. So, um that's what Jason's saying too. Right. Here, yeah. Here's the next yeah. one. From, I, from Matt, yeah. Hey again, Guy on Left and Spike and Cajun Libertarian. This is Matt Cajun. Hicks once I'm again on the erstwhile personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call in moment, TM. Matt. Matt. Matt! I'm drunk and I need to know why you guys in Florida got buildings falling down. Like, what the hell? Like, seriously, what the hell, dude? What the hell? Hashtag laser legend. Yeah, Matt, what's with something you've clicked? Why did that happen? Why is that? Yeah, I I was wondering. I was wondering that myself. Um, Why did that building fall down? he is talking about the building in Surf's, the condo building in Surfside, where the middle of it just seemed to collapse, and um, they had to stop looking for the missing and the bodies because a hurricane was coming. Um, 
A lot of the reason that that uh, building fell down was because it was old. It was built on sand, which, like, I'm not a religious person, but I believe there's a um, oh wow Bible parable about yeah. building a house on rock versus building it on sand. Um, and they tell you not to do one of those things. Yes, in fact, it says. Therefore, Is that a Bible parable. These words. Yeah, it's from the it's from Matthew seven. It's, <laughs> it's from Matt. It's from Matt seven. The book of Matt's uh, book of Matt uh, chapter seven. Uh, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down and the streams rose. Why is the Jew reading this? And the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had a foundation on the mock, uh, on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine does not put them into practice. Is like the foolish man in Surfside, Florida, who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. That's your that's your Bible and- moment. That's my Bible muddy, moment. Yeah, right there. Water's I, reali- Bible moment. I realized where <laughs> I realized where I knew that from halfway through saying that. And I was like, I didn't learn that from the Bible. Um, I learned that from a movie. Oh. Uh, but um, it's called Life is a House. It stars Hayden Christensen and uh, that guy who's a good actor, whose name I'm blanking on. Um what is his name? Why am I blanking on this? I like that guy too. Kevin um, Klein. Kevin Klein. Yeah. Great movie. Great, great movie. Um, but uh, yeah, so they did that. They built it on sand, which isn't good. And then they kind of fudged some of the building permits and then paid people off. And they went to, they were supposed to have an inspection and the guy went, Hey, this is probably going to fall down soon and you should do this. And they paid him off. Um, and he went, Okay. So there were a lot of issues with that. Uh, and there were a lot of problems with that entire scenario. Um, there were a lot of problems with that entire scenario, but the main issue was people trying to uh, just not fix things that needed to be fixed. And then a government agency accepting a bribe to look the other way. And then it fell down a week later. But everyone thought that it was fine because it had the government seal of approval. The seal of approval, right. Yes. And for anybody who has heard this, no, John McAfee did not have an apartment or a condo in that building. Have you not heard this rumor? I have. Yeah, there there was an internet rumor that... Um, John McAfee had a uh, condo in that in in that condo building because of a doctored tweet that said that he had a condo there. And people were like, oh, my goodness, like, that's why it fell down. The government blew it up. No, he did not have a condo in that building. Wasn't the accusation I mean, I, also that 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 condo had one of his servers, which had all the information or like yeah, a that's, portion of it? Right, that's that's why they said that it fell down. No, none of that was true. That would be kind of cool if it was true, though. It would be kind of cool. I was really excited when I heard the rumor, and then I looked into it. It turned out, no, not so much. Yeah. Um. So, all right, here's the next one from Matt Laser Legend Hicks. 
dude, guy on left and Cajun Libertarian and Spike. This is Matt Hicks calling in on the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law. Anchor call in moment. TM. Let's talk about real estate for a minute. Bro. Bro, shit's about to get lively, man. Like, my wife and I just refinanced our house because who, who the hell could say no to these ridiculous interest rates and we wanted to go to a 15-year instead of a 30-year mortgage. We had to get our house appraised and it appreciated 14 fucking percent in like a couple of years. That's... What? And I live in rural nowhere. What? Talk about this. Talk about this. This is a disaster waiting to happen. Hashtag laser legend. Yeah, for anybody who is um, watching this show and you're 13, go to bed. Um, or don't. I don't really care. You're not my kid. Uh, <laughs> but you probably don't remember 2008 very much. Um some bad stuff happened and a yeah. lot of that uh was because of government um and it started back in the 90s it actually started long before that but we're going to do the abridged version uh back in the 90s bill clinton put somebody in charge of uh of housing and urban development uh, god what was it i don't remember right now um he put somebody in charge of loans and he's like, we're going to put, uh, we're going to give out loans to people who you, you guys normally wouldn't give loans to people with low credit scores, people with, uh, uh, bad payment histories. You're going to, yeah, yeah, we're, I was in real estate for a while and I saw somebody with a 300 credit score, get a loan. Yeah. Jason's face says that all says it all. Um, I will say that that dude never missed a payment though. So good on him. Um, great, great guy. I love that guy. Um, but they said, we're going to give out loans to everybody. And they did. And they gave out these balloon loans, uh, where you started out with no interest rate or a very low interest rate that would balloon mm -hmm. to like 15 to 28% or whatever after three years. Um, and people did not understand what was happening. And then their payments were jumping from, you know, 700, 800 bucks a month to, thousands of dollars and they just went can't afford it walking away and they walked away which led to the foreclosure the short sale in the foreclosure market you're seeing a lot of the exact same things starting to happen right now and when you add in the inflation uh that you've seen from people getting free money not having to do any work they're just getting money from the government for the last year um people are like oh i can afford this i can afford this i can afford this Plus the fact that Biden is now being pressured to put somebody in that same office, which I don't remember which office it is right now because I wasn't planning on talking about this, um, that will give loans, that will push uh, loan officers to give loans to people who normally would not uh, be approved for loans. You are yeah. looking at the exact same thing that happened back in 2008. Um, and Except everybody says 2008. Much, much worse much because worse now everybody keeps saying 2008 worse. but it actually started roughly 2006 depending mm. 2005 2006 depending on where you lived 2008 yeah. was just the culmination of all of it yeah. um and we're in the 2020s and i have a prediction that we might be seeing a hundred year reunion of the depression because of decisions being made in spending and loan giving
I would not be surprised if you're right. Um, the also part of so part of what's also happening is people have discovered this new trick to be able to make cash offers because right now in the in the in the the bull market that we have in the in the sellers market we have sellers can sit back and just wait for a uh, wait for just a cash offer and the thing is a cash offer is better for the seller because they don't have to wait for the person to get approved with a mortgage. They know the cash is there. It's been verified that it's there. And so after they do their due diligence, the inspections and all that stuff, then they just sell the house or, or a condo or whatever it is and get the cash. So that's always preferable to someone who has to get a loan. So what people are doing who have any kind of equity, they are going out and getting cash either through uh, uh, getting a second mortgage on their existing home or a home equity line of credit or unsecured line of credit, whatever ways that they can get cash, they get a bunch of cash and that way they can make a cash offer. Um, But they're still taking out a loan. And those loans, unlike mortgages, aren't structured to be amortized out over 30 years or 15 years or whatever else. They're loans that you got to start paying off immediately at a higher rate and it, this is a massive disaster that's going to happen. And all of the stimulus spending, and we are at effectively zero per, uh, negative interest rates once you factor in inflation. So the reality is that all of the stimulus that they could do has already been done. And because government is what it is, they're not going to tighten the belt and lower spending as a result of what's coming. They're going to massively increase spending. They're going to uh, probably reduce, do what Europe did a while back and introduce real, actual um, uh, negative interest rate loans, which is just going to make everything worse. Oh, and also, if you thought that the bailouts, the bailouts of 2008 were already dwarfed by the bailouts of 2020. The bailouts we're about to get, uh, or, and when I say we, I mean you're going to pay for and the big banks and Wall Street and the insurance companies and the mortgage companies and developers are going to get, uh, you have seen nothing yet. We are looking at tens of trillions, possibly as much as $100 trillion that is going to be run up in debt in your names and your children's names and their children's names and their children's names that are going to be run up in debt to bail out these companies. Um, And you're then going to deal with a roughly 10-year period of just people not being able to make ends meet. Um, This is really, really bad. And the fact that they're probably going to use this to push UBI, which is going to lead to permanent structural double-digit inflation, it's scary what's going to happen if we don't make a major course correction. And that will, of course, mean having to vote libertarian uh, because there's not going to be the Republicans nor Democrats are going to fix this, that no one is going to touch. Everyone wants to just keep kicking this increasingly, you know, uh, uh, burning can down the road. Yeah, no, and and it's this can is only getting more destructive every time that they kick it as well. Right. And, yep. and so like this pain is going to be insurmountable uh, eventually. Um, and hopefully the government fails before the people do, of course. But um, it was, it, there's also when Matt, when you're talking about the inflation, of course we had the, just the, the generic printing of and creating of money, which yeah. we saw at an incredible rate this last year. I'm really 
proud of myself for having this cognitive ability right now. Um, I, yeah, I was going to say, but what what what's going to happen to the economy is similar to what's happening to Jason right now as he begins increasingly hot and 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 on fire and inflamed. <laughs> yeah. So the the Federal Reserve last year printing one out of three of of all the currency ever made from from government one third of it was made just last year i mean the the inflation rate from last year is 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 incredible and so compound that with you know as you guys were talking about like the the expenditures of what government's looking to spend the money that it doesn't have the interest rates on everything else uh, the, the the givings and everything else i mean we i remember Six years ago, when people were complaining, we were at twenty trillion dollars in debt because Obama just wanted to run up the debt. Uh, Trump comes in. Was it six years ago? I guess it was. Yeah, a little uh, longer. Five. Yeah, that. yeah, five, five something yeah. years ago. Five years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We've been so, a show for five years. Yeah. So, so then Trump comes in, runs it up eight more trillion. So now we're at twenty-eight trillion right now. Um, I think forty is going to be coming up pretty soon based on on everything that we've seen and and there's eventually going to be a tipping point just on that market just on that yep. scale of what happens when everybody who's owed money from the government what happens when they make they, they say check please yep it's gonna be great for crypto but pretty much everyone else not so much yeah so i guess all i would say is if and when uh if and when uh, UBI kicks in, because that's going to be the next thing. When you that's see what they're digit, that's what they're going for. There and it's going to the baseline is two thousand a month, and the reason for that is because that's what Bernie Sanders demanded uh, last end of last year was two thousand a month permanently. Uh, you're going to be looking at twenty five to three three thousand a month per person. And for those of you yeah. saying, "Wow, that's great," wait till you see what everything costs about a year later. That first year is going to be fun, and then it's not going to be fun. For example, remember when you thought it was fun that you were getting, you know, twelve hundred bucks and six hundred bucks and fourteen hundred bucks, and now the price of everything is outstripping anything that you got, and, and you're seeing the the debt that you've been handed. Yeah, wait till that's every month. Should have invested in lumber. <laughs> And crypto, yeah, get get wood coin. Uh, 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 so let's see here. So, um, and of course, you know, billionaires have been getting UBI this whole time. Um, here's one. Here's one more from uh, Matt Hicks. Bros, just just bros, check this out. Listen, I love how he just gets progressively more drunk as this goes on. Anyway, he at least he addressed these. me properly this time. He sent these in like eight minutes. Listen, so as I'm sure you're aware, some dudes executed some dude in Haiti, right? It's a whole thing. It's on the news. Um, this is how you're... Some of these dudes that executed the dude in Haiti are claiming ties to a Miami area security company. Is anyone even remotely fucking surprised that a U.S. security company, which probably has ties to the U.S. government, has people that probably have ties to it, who probably killed the fucking Haitian president. Hashtag laser legend. So the main, I think they arrested the main guy today. He was Florida man. He was Florida, oh, okay. man. He was a, 
he was a man living here in Florida. I believe he was a Haitian refugee that was working at the security company. And he was uh, the main, the guy that they say was the mastermind behind the whole thing. I have not looked too deeply into this. I know that when they went there and uh, assassinated the president, um, they claimed to be DEA. I'm looking up this guy. So his name is, uh, he's a Florida-based, looks like a, a Haitian pastor. He, uh, right. His name is uh, Christian Emmanuel Sanon, a Haiti-born 62-year-old who has been living in Florida for more than two decades, and he's a, he's a pastor. Yeah, it looks like he... I don't, so here's my thing. And Jason and Matt, I'm more than interested to hear your, your thoughts on this. Haiti is such a mess that I don't even know who I believe at all from any of this. Like, it could be very possible that this Senong guy has just been critical of the Haitian government, and so they killed the president for some other reason and then pinned it on this guy and said, yeah, he's the one behind it. Like, I don't... It is... There's so much corruption. Yeah. I, I don't know. I have no idea what to believe on this at all. <laughs> No, I have no clue what to believe on this. And it's something we're never going to get an answer to. Um, I saw a bunch uh, JP Stevens in the comments said CIA added again. Sure. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no clue. All I know is that um, all I know is they arrested a guy who is based in Florida. Yeah, and and so the pastor's claiming he's been duped by people claiming to represent the U.S. state and justice departments who wanted to install him as president. Sanon had believed the plan was to arrest but not kill uh, Moise, the, the, the former president who was killed. But again, I... Haiti has been falling apart for decades, the Clintons did the coup de gras back in the 90s and, and then again in the 2000s. And it's just been a mess. I mean, it's been, you know, it, it's it, put in perspective, Haiti, when there is any kind of tropical storm, they suffer exponentially worse than any other country in the Caribbean, largely because they don't have any trees because they had to cut them all down for for heat. Like, it, you can't. Like, there's no real perspective on how screwed up things are in Haiti. Like, they literally ran out of trees yeah. because they needed heating wood. They rely almost entirely on aid from foreign governments. Um, they, uh, 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 the, the entire, uh, there, there's a section of Haiti that had a, a, a pretty, I forget what it's called now, but it's in the North Shore. Um, that is where their, their, um, their tourism in which is the other half of their economy and that's done very well except when covid hit all that shut down and so they've had essentially no economy for the better part of a year and many of the countries that were giving them foreign aid have had to tighten their belts so they're real i mean it's just the country is just in a total shambles um so i don't i have no idea what to think i really don't 
I, I don't know who to believe, who to trust. I, I suspect that I don't believe anyone, honestly. No, not even a little bit. Not even yeah. a little bit. Concur. Is that, what you, is that what you were able to manage was concur? I should have said I concur. Yep. should have said okay. I concur. Let's do an update here. We were at, uh So, guys, we're kind of stuck at 1941. So, if you want to see Jason so, suck real down. quick, to, to everybody out there, uh, you may not know this, but uh, we, we're – we'll call it gray band. I'm not sure if we're fully shadow band or not. So yeah. not as many people see our stuff as we used to. So throughout this, if you want to see Jason eat more stuff, you're going to have to share it consistently. So new eyes yeah. can get get on it. Um, or refinance so your house real quickly. Or that. It's up to you. Right. Yeah, you and apparently it's yeah, the right time to, to do it. So uh, share, share, share. That way we can get Jason uh, to eat more peppers and this family yep, can get share. the money that they need. And also... Also share it like on Twitter and other places where like we aren't shadow banned. Um, that can help too. Right. Or you can just share the link directly too. You can just share that. Go fund me here. I'll put that in the link in the comments. It's pinned on Facebook at least. And um, yeah. So if they want to watch Jason go through the pain, have them, you know, check out the stream. And and I was gonna save this for the end, okay. but no, I'm gonna save it for the end. Save it for the end. No, there's something yeah, at the end. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. I saw a look of concern on Spike's face that was just, oh I'm no, worried. what is? What I don't is know what it is, here? but I don't like it. Yeah, um, <laughs> Jason is already making not good decisions and making more not good decisions. He's yeah, gonna continue wonder, making like, not good decisions. I wonder if your cognitive abilities are being affected by your like decision making abilities are being affected by the pretty sure by the the Scoville units. Um, so here's the uh, here's the next one from T Marie. <coughs> Good evening, everyone. This is Patricia. It is my birthday tonight, and I only have one wish, and that wish is for everyone to donate to Mr. Murica Bearded Truce Hot Pepper Challenge tonight. Hopefully, he won't die from ingesting hot foods but um hopefully everybody will be generous enough to let him have some things to help uh calm down his stomach tonight gofund.me slash 519 ccc22 thank you thank you so much thank thank you patricia here are some questions from brian it's actually a a thread Uh, hey, Spike, um, it's Brian here. Uh, I, I've had trouble getting in touch with you uh, again today, but I wanted to talk to you about the upcoming trip this weekend. So uh, we had a problem with your hotel uh, for this coming weekend in Florida, but I want you to rest assured uh, I had it all taken care of. You have nothing to worry about. I managed to find a hotel for you that it uh, fits within our budget. I know there was a complaint about bed bugs in the previous room that we had booked, and um, I called them. I canceled that. Uh, there's no way you're staying in a hotel room uh, with bed bugs. So we, uh, I got you relocated to um, the next room over. So, so we got that figured out. Also, uh, the new room 
has uh, a new air conditioner unit, uh, which is great for, you know, Florida in July. Uh, the last one broke down after it was hit by a straight bullet. Uh, but they got a new one, uh, or rather a new refurbished one, uh, you know, used. They fixed it up uh, to replace it this past weekend. So that will be good. It's a window unit, but you still have a great view of the city uh, right on the other side of the train yard. It's actually really cool. This train yard goes back like a hundred years and is the largest train yard in Florida. Like every freight train goes through here right by the hotel. So it's uh, it's kind of cool. Uh, you can't open the windows. Uh, they have them barred shut and... Uh, they're, they're actually uh, plated with bulletproof glass, which made me feel a lot better uh, about your safety. So I figured you'd appreciate that. So I, I was thinking about our budget. Um, so there's not that many amenities. Um, <clears throat> you know, when I was getting the room, just there's, there's no continental breakfast here. Uh, there's no refrigerator, no microwave, <laughs> no television, uh, no closet, uh, no uh, deadbolt lock on the door. Uh, they have this thing with a bungee cord. Um, also, you need. I've stayed in a in a hotel that there there was no lock on the door. But that's 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 another call, uh, another story for another day. You need to make sure you bring your own soap, uh, your own shampoo, and uh, pack a shower curtain. The guy at the counter gave me an inside tip. <laughs> also, uh, there's no restaurants or grocery chains anywhere near the place. They're all closed down. Uh, at least any that you'd want to go to. Uh, and for whatever reason, like Uber Eats and Grubhub won't deliver there. I, I looked them up. They they don't. It's like an area they won't go to. Uh, so you should plan to do some shopping and grab some food when you're at the event uh, to bring back with you. I wrote that in your notes on the calendar, so you should be all good. I think I know the and neighborhood. Uh, finally, he's talking. Um, oh. there's no shuttle from the hotel to the event you're doing. Uh, I was working on securing you a ride for whatever reason. Friggin' taxis won't go here. Probably some stupid law. I, who knows? Union thing. I, I can't get any volunteers from the state affiliate uh, to respond to my calls or emails. And I, I sent them the address. I'm like, can somebody do this? And everybody vanished. Um, but you're not that far away. It's like 25 minutes away. Um, for whatever reason, it's a hassle. But there's a subway station a few blocks away uh, that Florida. you can take that goes right <laughs> by the convention center. A Florida, Florida subway. I'd go. I'd go a to Florida that. subway. I have all the details you know, on the agenda. You can see everything there. It should be good. So um, yeah, I, I know it looked pretty bad a week ago, but I figured you'd feel better now that we got this whole thing squared away. Uh, you're in a great place. I feel confident about this, and this is going to be a great weekend. So talk to you soon. Thanks, Brian. You know, this Florida is, subway. This man. is going to be a great weekend um, because Spike is going to be the first person ever to ride the Florida subway <laughs> an area where I don't know a single person with a basement because they can't dig into the ground, but they have a subway there. So yeah, I'm just going to be really impressed with this one. Um, by subway, it means submarine way. Cause there's, you go get into a sub and by subway, down. he means the restaurant. That's awesome. uh, <laughs> I love it. Um, which Spike can't eat at anyway. They got what? Tuna. Are... Kind of. Not really. It's sort of tuna. <laughs> no tuna trace so here, detected. So here is uh here is the the link to the event, the philosopher and Spike Cohen shooting event in Tarpon Springs, Florida, uh on Saturday, July seventeenth. 
Um, and uh, there's the link in the uh, uh, it, there's the link comments. in the comments, so so you can go and uh, and hang out with us this weekend. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Uh, and then next week, all pretty much all of next week, I'm gonna be in South Dakota for Freedom Fest, which hopefully that's not where he was talking about because I'm there for a week. So I hope he didn't mean that. So there's a I can't imagine there's a subway in South Dakota either. I can't um, imagine that either. <sighs> all right, let's see. So here is right. Okay, great news, Jason. Yeah, yeah. He oh, just did. Yeah. I watched him do it. I watched him do it. Such good oh, you news. Already, you, wait, you already did the two thousand? Yeah. Yeah, I just I. Yep. I watched him do it. Was that the jerky he, one? No. That's a twenty-eight. Oh, jerky's at twenty-eight. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So two thousand dollars made from the night. So we start us. I like. Oh, oh, okay. Michael yeah. Harris. Michael Harris left you the only dollar amount between ten and twenty that wouldn't get you a drink of milk. <laughs> Michael, can he I left you refund 50- you a dollar? He, he left you fifteen dollars. Can I refund you a dollar? <laughs> um uh i think we have Wait, one why more would, call right? why would fit why would 15 not get him milk because it has he, to be an obscure number it has to be an intentional number yeah one one eleven twelve thirteen fourteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen so not a, not, not a zero t- or a five yeah how many how many drinks do i have left any uh, I haven't been counting how many you've been taking. So one, two, Good. three, four, five, six. You got six. All right. Dave Davis gave a hundred. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, yes, thank you, Dave. Thank you so much. Thank you to everybody who's been given. Sean Hickman gave a hundred. Also, thank you, Sean. Can uh, I just read the list real quick? Yeah, sure. sure. Uh, want to say thanks to need a bidet that sprays ice cream. Yes, please donate that to the cause right now, please. Uh, big shout outs and thank yous to Jennifer O'Connor, Matt Wright, Sarah Ann Andereg, super fan, uh, Dean Patterson, uh, Joshua Holvka, uh, Jessica Mitchell, uh, Sarah Layer, Anonymous. There's a couple anonymouses. Um, thank you all for the anonymous ones. Uh, Cassandra Guzik, Michael King, Donald Crane, uh, Patricia Stewart Mann, uh, Tom Arnold, Pastry uh, Cas- uh, Casalari, Alexander Boyer. Oh, my God, my mouth. Uh, John Colon, uh, Myron Hyman, Steve Trinward, uh, Ryan Bloor, Jamie Martin, Timothy Wysong, Victor Coacher, Stephen Witt. Oh, no, there's so many. Uh, Desiree Bowen, uh, Kevin Kalamaka, uh, I'm potentially. And, of course, the Muddy Waters team, John, Jonathan Scott, Teresa Bookhart for the, for the milk. Thank you so much. Um, Jonathan Queter. <laughs> My lovely wife for the milk. Thank you. Uh, John Morrissey, Brent Ritter for the milk. Thank you so much. Jack Casey for the half of a milk. Got to get the other half in there. <laughs> Aaron Anderson, Matt Stark, Jessica Etheridge with the milk. Thank you. Uh, Selena Stewart, Andrew O'Donnell, uh, 
Ashley Rear Smoot, Sean Hickman, Ryan Schaefer, Jack Casey with the milk. Big love on that. Steven Moody with the 69. Nice. nice. Amy uh, Nafi, uh, 18 for the milk. Thank you. <coughs> oh, Laura Williams, Kenneth Blevins with the milk. Thank you. Uh, Desiree Jacobson, Matt Stark, Steven South, Zach Martin, uh, Matthew Ferrero, Michael Harris, Stephen Moody, wow. and David Davis. Thank you all so much for being a part of this and helping just tear me apart. <laughs> it's a great cause. Yes, it's a, it's a fantastic cause, and we're, we are helping a family right now and getting to watch Jason suffer. Um, I think we have one more call, right? Uh, yes, from uh, Nullick Truck. Hold on. Hey guys, I'm super happy you guys are raising money for a great cause. And I wanted to um, put on an offer for you guys. So this will probably be the spiciest pepper yet. But Jason, if you say Cajun Libertarian has a better beard than you, I will donate $50. Again, the spiciest pepper yet. If you say your beard is not as good as Cajun Libertarians, I will donate $50. Wow. Offers so on the, table, the first boys. thing that she said, <laughs> and I'll, I'll agree to the terms and conditions of the first one, um, Eskimo Libertarian, the wonderful Nolik, Cajun Libertarian has a better beard than you. Did I just, wow. did I just do that? Yeah, that, I think that qualifies. I think that qualifies. Um, put on an offer for you guys so this will probably be the spiciest pepper yet but jason if you say cajun libertarian has a better beard than you i will donate 50 wow Woo! 50 dollars 50 dollars <laughs> 50 dollars sorry nolik 50 dollars nolik sorry <laughs> like like your wife said like kelsey said that was live and it is clippable and that's that is live and aaron anderson says he doesn't um, aaron anderson said i'm not sure if it's if aaron's a i think that's a, a, a man aaron said he said uh, to be fair i didn't know the cause when i donated he I, he just wanted you to to see you eat hot peppers which is i appreciate that as well yeah that's pretty funny yeah absolutely yeah, well played. Yeah, agree, agree, Jacob. That was very well played. Uh, no, that's well great. done. Well, well yeah, no, done. They've attempted uh, twice yeah. now to get me. But the swindler cannot be swindled. <sighs> so, uh, folks, uh, remember uh, that you too can uh, leave messages for us for the... personal injury attorney chris reynolds attorney at law anchored call-in moment uh by going to anchor.fm slash muddied waters and leaving a message for us immediately thank you wait i was told refresh, to refresh anchor. anchor yeah I, I think we have one more okay here you go one more from jimmy lee is nolik in the chat so I want to make sure she's here, here. calling you Hold on. Gardener here, calling in for the Chris and Chris Reynolds anchor call-in moment. I have a very last-minute question for our friend Jason. 
Jason, so on a scale of one to ten, I'm calling it at the very last minute because I want to keep this uh, this 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 benefit, this fundraiser going. But on a scale of one to ten, how do you feel? Uh, considering the burn I just got on Nolik, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, so on a scale of that, uh, considering that my the not not. The inside of my mouth is finally like dulled to like a raging fire, um, but my lips feel like they're uh, um, they feel like they're in an inferno right now. Um, I would I would <coughs> I would oh. <coughs> I would give it like a of ten being the best. I'd I'd give it a, a solid three. How's your head? Wow. I uh I would imagine you've it's you've there. gotta feel like yeah. It's, it's there. there. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I've eaten a lot of spicy stuff and sometimes you get like a lot of spice and you kinda get that head rush. I had the cold chills a minute ago and like I shivered a couple times. Um so so that was good um it's gone now so we can we can keep on pushing um so i'm not afraid i'm not uh steven just said i'm gonna hurl no i'm not gonna hurl yet um we've got a we've got a good good foundation going right now we've got a good base layer uh good uh good good layers of protection there for me uh as we we continue to push through this so don't don't be don't be afraid guys um my lips are on sure. fire. That's that's probably the worst thing right now. So, folks, if you want to help Jason suffer more, and also help our uh, the the family that's a friend of the Muddy Waters family uh, get their their child back, uh, go fund me slash five one nine ccc two two. I will put that link in the comments again. And Carly Sutton just uh, donated it drink of milk to you okay well that's good there we go all right so speaking of a nice i don't know how to speaking of uh i don't really have a segue for this um there is no this is one of those ones that there is no segue yeah there's no segue so as you i'm sure already know uh cuba is currently seeing a demonstration that hasn't been seen in the country since the 80s i don't i'm not sure at this point they've seen demonstrations like this since batista was removed and replaced by castro i i don't know Mm. that we've seen demonstrations like this since before the the communist revolution right yeah i know that when i did these notes anyway they were saying that they hadn't seen anything like this in 30 years um they haven't really compared it to anything since then. Uh, Stephen Andrew Witt says 1959. Um, that would that would be when the the communist revolution happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, so, what is going on in Cuba is is awful. Just it's horrendous. Um, it's not something 
I know that we've been having a lot of fun mainly at Jason's expense tonight, but this is not something that's um, a joking manner in any way, shape or form. But so there, there are three different storylines that are going on. Some of these have changed since I did these notes. I I just want to preface that. Um, If you were to take a look at like American media, uh, the demonstrations about the desire to get the COVID-19 shots and fighting for anti-government ideals such as freedom. Which uh, that moment when the corporate media admits that the word freedom is anti-government. Right. Uh, if you take a look at uh, what the Cuban government's saying, this is about U.S. economic asphyxiation and social media campaigns by a small number of U.S.-funded counter-revolutionaries. Which I thought was really interesting when they called out like the U.S. government and their actions. And then Marco Rubio uh, decided that he was going to take to Twitter and and create a storm of of flurry of of republicans on there so it's like no of course the government's not doing anything to spur this up right let me spur things up real quick to let them know oh marco rubio is a straight up cuba invasion hawk like he is he wants the u.s government to quote unquote liberate cuba by doing bay of pigs too and uh and toppling the uh castro regime because if there's if there's anything that we've learned in the last hundred years it's that the u.s government's really good at liberating countries and not making things exponentially worse just if nothing else yeah Yeah. check out the entire world (laughs) for example afghanistan which we're leaving now having wasted and in Two generations of uh, of soldiers and killed countless people there. Um, but if you take a look, if you if you talk to the people on the streets in the Cuban population here in the United States, people the, the people who have come from Cuba to escape what's going on there, uh, that it's it's not about those things. This is one hundred percent about them <clears throat> wanting freedom and. Um, getting rid of the communist dictatorship now i was talking with some people today this stuff isn't i don't think i put the stuff in the notes there are things that i didn't know uh leading up to this leading up to this uh there were food shortages which we knew about because you know communist regime of course there's going to be some food shortages um but they were cutting everybody's electricity and water at seven o'clock every night They were just cutting it. They were just like, nope, you don't. You, you have used your allotment today. And they were cutting it off every night. And throw that on top with the food shortages, the fact that they can't get simple medicines like Advil. They can't get aspirin, acetaminophen, Tylenol, whatever. Um, and on top of that, they are getting hit by the COVID by the COVID pandemic really terribly because they don't have basic uh, healthcare. Uh, They don't have basic healthcare that anybody can just go and uh, grab at the store. You know, you can't go get vitamin C from uh, Walgreens there. 
Uh, I saw a video of a guy today. He was walking down the streets and he was saying, we're, we're starving here. We're, We're in the midst of a food shortage and we don't have any money for food and they're building hotels instead of giving us food. And we're tired of this. We don't want this anymore. We want, we want our freedom. When they're out there and they're saying Liber- Libertad and they're holding up the L's. Like when I first saw it, I thought, why are they? Cause to me, that's loser. Um, I was like, why are they putting that symbol up? And then I, when I learned what it was for, I was like, these people, they, they aren't fighting for COVID. They aren't fighting. Uh, yeah. They aren't fighting for COVID shots. They're fighting to be free. They are fighting this. It's very reminiscent of what Hong Kong was like. Was that last year? Hong Kong? Pa- pa- uh, actually, no, 2019. Yeah. That was what oh, it was. Was that 2019? Was that 2019? 2019 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very reminiscent of what Hong Kong was like back in 2019. Early, I think it went into early 2020 because I think we were talking about it during some of the Democrat debates. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's very reminiscent of that. Uh, Hong Kong wanted free speech and they wanted uh, a, sec- a, a Second Amendment. They wanted gun rights. Cuba just wants freedom. They they are sick yeah. of living under this communist dictatorship. They're sick yeah. of not getting simple supplies, and they've gotten so tired of it that they are taking to the streets. And now you have reached this point where they're out in the streets and they're fighting. And a lot of bad stuff is happening, and it's going to get worse. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's um, only getting worse. They're they're ostensibly calling for the removal of of the president uh, Miguel Diaz Canel, but honestly, that's not even fully the truth because the actual ruler of the country is Raúl Castro. He stepped down as president in, uh, I think, so it was in steps. Uh, I think he stepped down from being the. Uh, um, No, 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 no. He he became so he stepped down in October of 2019, and he became the president of the Communist Party, which right. is the same thing. And and the reality is, Raúl Castro is still in charge of the country. This is still the Castro regime. Uh, Diaz Canel is basically a, a a sponge for this kind of this kind of venom that's happening right now. Um, they want the. Castro regime done. They want an end to communism and they want to to be free. Um, We shall see how far this goes, but like Matt said, there's some bad stuff happening. So as as the protests were getting started, the military didn't waste much time. Um, They rolled out a number of plain closed Cuban Cuban military uh, officers who are armed to go and incite violence in the crowds. You can see them here getting out of the uh, covered trucks. Um, And when I first saw this picture, I thought, how do we know they aren't being put in the trucks, but there's nobody there putting them. They are getting out or climbing in voluntarily. So one would have to assume getting out because why would you climb into one of those voluntarily? And you have seen, you can find videos on Twitter, uh, on Twitter and on YouTube where you see people 
in plain clothes going up to other people in plain clothes and shooting them. I believe that the youngest person to have who to have died so far is 13 years old and he was shot in the head. Um, and I did find video of that, but I was not going to play that here yep. because yep. it's awful to watch and uh, YouTube will suspend us. Um, yeah, it's, and it's tough uh... watching all of this. And I can't even imagine what it would be like for somebody who is Cuban. Well, especially when you hear that uh, as many as at least 150, which means it's probably much more, but around 150 people have disappeared during these protests, um, including uh, the, oh, no, that's the wrong one. Um, yeah, including uh, uh, Marisol Pina Cobas and her husband, Jose Luis Acosta. Uh, they're from the, uh, with the Libertarian Party of Cuba. Uh, they've been arrested at their home for participating in yesterday's protests um, and that they didn't go quietly. Uh, who knows how many people have been killed already um, right. during these protests. Um, this is This is how, and you know, I'm sure there are people in the comments or that are watching this that are saying, you know, hey, uh, didn't we just have uh, people, uh, federal officers that were arresting people here for protesting? Yeah, no, we did. Uh, and like we said, authoritarian regimes are bad. I would argue that in most ways, Cuba is more authoritarian than the U.S. is, uh, especially economically. Uh, and uh, uh, But especially when it comes to um, whether or not you're allowed to give your opinion about things, that's an area where it is decidedly worse in Cuba than it is here. Um, although things have slowly gotten worse here too, uh, when it comes to being able to, to speak your mind about something, uh, that is definitely not allowed in, uh, in Cuba. And we're seeing the results of that uh, play out right now. Yeah. Um, during... During his speech, uh, Diaz-Canel spoke out about the American embargo um, and how it was that and not the communist regime that has led to this protest um, yeah. because, you know, I, I could try to explain this, but uh, our friend Mar Martha Bueno, I, I want to call her Martha so bad because no, it's Martha. Call... Yeah, it's that's Martha. what we called her for a long time. It's Martha. Uh, she is a Cuban immigrant. Uh, she is a Cuban immigrant, and it, she is running for Miami-Dade Commission in District 10, uh, has this to say about the embargo. Um, blah, 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 the embargo. If you think what's happening in Cuba is because the USA has an embargo going on, I kindly ask that you inform yourself. Cuba is able to trade freely with many countries, including the USA. The embargo prohibits the U.S. from extending credit to Cuba. For decades, the Cuban government has restricted individuals in Cuba from being self-sufficient. Instead, Cubans are forced to be reliant on the failed Cuban government. A centralized planned economy where only a few benefit, add that to a representative regime that will murder its people indiscriminately. Enough is enough. I am so disgusted in some freedom-loving people who spew this communist message without any actual knowledge. Um, and you can even say that it's not just uh, communist people who are, or 
sorry, free uh, free market people who are spewing this communist. It's communist people that are spewing it too. They're saying if it wasn't for the embargo, this wouldn't be happening. Yeah, no, that's no. certainly not true. Um, that, it, in fact, if anything, one of the reasons to repeal the embargo is to destroy that, uh, destroy that uh, that excuse and that boogeyman that the that the Cuban government has. That well, all of this is happening because of the U.S. embargo. The U.S. embargo hasn't made it any better, uh, but it certainly isn't the reason uh, that that this is happening. Um, it's 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 a the the tip of the iceberg with that said the embargoes that are in place which is the extent the the bans on on extension of credit and the bans of doing business with certain uh cuban state uh uh state run or state chartered groups that are the backbone of, of the ability to even export or import in cuba it is effectively cost prohibitive or impossible for most Cubans to do trade in America or vice versa. Um, there's also the travel ban. So it, it's certainly, uh, it, it's not a full on embargo. Uh, and no, it is not the reason why Cuba is in the shambles it is in. If, if it were, then during the, what, two or three years where there was no embargo with Cuba, everything would have gotten immediately better and everything would have been fine. And that certainly wasn't the case. Uh, I do believe that the embargo should end, uh, but it is it is regime propaganda to say that, that there that's the reason why uh, the embargoes that, that's the reason why uh you know that the 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 things are so bad in cuba that's certainly not the case right um so now as we all know i've seen a couple of people say it in the comments when when i was talking about the electricity and the water being cut off at seven that was happening before these protests that was happening every day before these protests um but now they've cut off the internet there is no way for them to get messages in or out of the country um through standard internet people are doing it through vpns i'm guessing or somehow i don't i don't know um but you are seeing stuff but cuba has shut off the internet which uh that's a typical uh tactic for authoritarian regimes right um so both sides of this protest won't be out on the airwaves for people to access inside or outside of the country which uh, really cuts down on the amount of information that we're going to be able to get, which is why having the guerrilla journalists out there who are using, you know, cell phone, cell phone plan, like uh, data plans to put stuff on Twitter and Facebook and whatever else they can um, is a huge help. Um, some are already in, using in the VPNs according. What's that? Yeah. In, in, in the comments, someone mentions Joe says, uh, military intervention. Now, if we want things to get exponentially worse, uh, for things to become even more destabilized than they are now, uh, and for uh, the Castro regime to be replaced with something even worse, uh, including terror groups and everything else, just look, look at the entire history of U.S. liberation of countries. Uh, it never ends that way. Uh, it, they don't get liberated. Things get exponentially worse. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, the, the last thing that we want, because we want Cuban, the Cuban people to be free and to be safe and to be better off, uh, that's a reason to oppose any military intervention. That's the last thing that Cuba needs, um, that will make things considerably worse for everyone who isn't directly, uh, uh, profiting from the military industrial complex. Um, so 
Yeah, I, I think the other way to go would be would be what would actually help everyday Cuban people, which is completely open and free trade. Um, also, uh, and someone else had mentioned earlier on is um, is ending the uh, or or at least um, suspending the new neutrality act. If someone, if if people in the U.S. want to go help fight for Cuban freedom, good go. If they want to sure. sponsor people that are doing so in Cuba, good do that. I don't really care. That's none of anyone's business, uh, but their own. Um, but I, uh, yeah, there's, there's military intervention is the surefire way to make this uh, far worse than it is right now. Afghanistan, yeah, if you, if, Libya, it, uh, Egypt, um, Syria, Iraq, um, Yemen, um, literally every single country that uh, Iran, when they got involved there, um, yeah. Pretty, every Vietnam, uh, every single country that they've gotten involved in, uh, it has made things worse. Um, suspend neutrality, you, absolutely, but but the the military intervention will help no one but but the Pentagon and their uh, and their and their contractors. Yeah, if you if you end up going with military intervention, um, other countries are going to take notice and they are going to yep. use military intervention and. Uh, you're going to have, you know, potentially China, because uh, I think China was the one that was giving them the internet. Uh, Russia would could potentially help out. Uh, Venezuela, if they could afford it, like other countries would come to the aid of. It's, yeah, it's going to become a gigantic, gigantic. It would become place. a mess. It would become a mess. So, humanitarian, like humanitarian efforts, would be better, but it's illegal for us to do. Yep. Right. It takes so, the the geopolitical war that we've been fighting over in the Middle East. I mean, that's that's been part of it, right? Is we've been trying to trying to not let uh, these quote unquote enemies, if you will, right? When they talk about Russia or they talk about China, or they talk about like yep. China's not necessarily as involved as. Oh, geez, I just scratched my eye. Hopefully, that doesn't go south quickly. Um, but when we have those over halfway across the world, right? there's a little more comfort for the American people. And it's not as much for people to be like, well, you know, what's going to happen if, if, if they gain power, but let's say we, we have that conflict here in Cuba. Um, how does that play out for us when we're just a hop, skip and a jump away um, as now we bring that closer to home? Right. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. if you want, top, uh, if you want a, a, a military intervention, that is a, a matter of a, I think, 20 minute flight to Miami or 30 minute flight to Miami or, you know, uh, I don't know, two, two hour, three hour boat trip to my. Yeah, no, that's I guarantee you, you don't want that. And but we would finally get to see the the, the actual uh, I, to play devil's advocate. We would actually get to see what kind of destruction has been going on across the world and that the American yeah, people have been true. blinded to. And maybe that would be enough to to change some people's perspective on on being advocacies for, for Warhawks. Of course, the death and destruction would not be – no one would ever advocate for that. No one should ever advocate for that. So to devil's advocate, you're devil's advocate. Um, there could there could be the people who are 
they would see the destruction that would happen in uh, South Florida and along the coastlines and, you know, where I live. Um, and they would say, and you would get the blowback that, you know, we see happen from the Middle East and other areas. Uh, and they would be like, uh, let's say that Russia came over and helped just hypothetically, Russia came over and helped and they ended up attacking uh, South Florida and a bunch of people, uh, a bunch of people were killed that way um, because of Russian attacks. You get a bunch of people who would say, we need to go and fight Russia. We want to do things to Russia. And they would start their own uh, militias or, uh, you know, dom- not really domestic terrorists because they would be doing it there. But they would be going there to try to attack Russia for what they did here. Or they would just continually try to vote people in that would go and attack in that area to keep Russia busy over there. So you have, I don't know if, I don't know if people would learn. I think it would only bolster whatever opinions people already have about the situation. Oh, true. True. And, and of course, um, as we talk about the the proximity of, of Cuba to Miami, uh, I would be remiss without being a former Alaskan and not talking about, I can see Russia from my house. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I, I'm, I, I could see some people going, oh, wow, that's terrible. This is, this is, you know, this is bad. What's happening. We should not support interventionism. I honestly think the closer it is to home, the more likely people are to say things like just nuke them. Like, you know, just like, you know, just do something to keep us safe from those deadly communists because that's you know because that's how the media presents our enemies is as these people that are going to break into our homes and murder all of us if they aren't killed now by the military however many hundreds or thousands of miles away they are so if it's now less than 100 miles away uh, i could even see it going the other way i i I think it's going to be a mixed bag but ultimately i'm i'm not willing to see however many hundreds of thousands or even millions of people die as a result to, to find out how that would play out Right. No, I, I don't want to find out, which is why, you know, again, I will say no military intervention down there. Yeah. If we rescind the law that, that bans us from giving humanitarian aid, or if you are so inclined and I'm not going to tell you to do this and you want to give humanitarian aid anyway, do it. Give food, give water, give guns if you want um i'm not gonna tell you not to yeah listen if, gonna, if you i'm, I'm if not you gonna know tell you a, to but i'm not gonna tell you not to. if you know of a if you know of a black market way to get support there and that's what you want to do then that's on you but yeah, I, yeah knock yourself I, out knock yourself out so, but i i yeah so on top of everything else uh diaz canal uh in his speech instructed his supporters to respond violently to the protests protesters against him uh he said to to go after them uh go after them and attack them violently i believe that was actually his direct quote i don't know exactly and not for nothing he's still allowed on twitter he didn't incite the riot he just incited the riot to counter the riot right um (laughs) Well, yeah, and to be fair, the politicians who called for all sorts of violent things against the uh, the Capitol Hill rioters are still on Facebook and Twitter, so that 
It's kind of true. true. That's that's staying with the brand. That's on brand for for social that's media. On, that's on government brand violence for is allowed. Yeah, government violence is allowed. Counter government violence typically is not allowed. So, what's going on is terrible. Like, yes. Go go to Twitter, uh, search the hashtag uh, SOS Cuba, and just look at the posts that are coming in. Some of the pictures are gut wrenching. They're so difficult to look at. And I am a person who is desensitized to so much because of how much TV and uh, how many movies I watch. Um, but even for me, some of these were gut wrenching and hard to look at. Um, it is not an easy thing. And my, like my heart truly goes out to the Cuban people because they deserve freedom. They deserve the right. They have the right to be free. They just aren't being given it by like the government has taken that from them. Um, the government is blocking them from this right and they need to be able to get it back. And right. because of the regime that they are under, they are fighting an extremely uphill battle and we need to give them whatever support we can without breaking any federal laws unless you want to um to give them right to give them that support um we're not thoughts and prayers people here we're we're action people i mean that's why we have jason eating peppers uh Sorry, he's on the side. Jason eating peppers uh, for this family. Um, Which, because- uh, speaking of that, just real quick, I think if if my peppered brain is correct, I'm two dollars away from eating more. So, right, I think I just want to push it, push that ledge, please. I thought you were a hundred and two dollars away from eating more. Uh, math, just just all right. Continue your thought. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I think we're doing it in two hundreds but- now. So. Yeah, um, but we. Um... Oh no, you're right. Two dollars. Yeah, because we started at fifteen hundred. Yeah, uh, two two. Right. Yep. It's away. yeah, it's two dollars. Um, but yeah, we. Uh, you know, we're people who want to take action, and because of uh, government regulations and barriers, it's hard for us to be able to take action in this uh, in this scenario. Uh, I have talked with a couple of Cuban friends of mine um, here in Florida and trying to figure out ways that we can help. And even they aren't really sure how to do it. Um, it. It is a very difficult, it's a very difficult scenario to be in when you want to help and the government, your government has made it all but impossible for you to be able to. Yeah, and and to and and going further, even on the on the um, the list of restricted entities under the, the the Cuba embargo, which it is not a comprehensive, full on embargo where you can't do any trade with Cuba. But once you factor in, it's it's it is effectively either impossible or cost prohibitive to be able to do any real business in in Cuba in any real way. If, if someone wanted to, you can't travel there. Um, you can't do business with any of the hotels there. Um, so that means any kind of tourism's out. Uh, you can't do business with any uh, company that has a direct uh, tie to any Cuban uh, uh, ministry, government ministry, in a communist country, which means 
there's that's pretty much all of them. You can't do business with any uh, company that is doing business with a holding company or bank in Cuba. You, it, it it basically means you can't do business in Cuba. Like you just can't do business, and and you can't go get around that by extending them credit. So unless you find a a uh, independently wealthy uh, Cuban uh, person or organization who has no ties to Cuban banks, governments, hotels, or holding companies, then you're you're out of business. I mean, there, there's just there. I'm looking at this list. There's no way to do this. Um, so you know, I I just want to say, and I there there is no economy with Cuba that isn't a black market economy. You know, it, it it's not that there's this you know this uh, 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 this this burgeoning trade relationship between Cuba and the and the U.S. Um, again, it's not why Cuba is falling apart. Cuba is falling apart because of a, a an oppressive state communist dictatorship. Um, but one of the best ways to combat that and to kill their main narrative for why all these bad things are happening and the embargo uh, and do or and and uh, and open up trade, free trade. Right. Free trade. Open and free and trade. by doing open free trade. And here's another one. Here's one thing you could do, which w- would also uh, require appealing, repealing the Neutrality Act. Allow free trade and uh, and allow that to include companies that are uh, violating the law in Cuba. So, for example, like, I don't know, a, uh, a ship based Internet wireless Internet company that wanted to provide Internet to the people of Cuba. Uh, that would go around any any uh, Cuba imposed lockdowns because it was outside of Cuban uh, outside of the Cuban uh, IP ranges. Uh, and so you could have, uh, you know, phones going in there that weren't legal in Cuba that were accessing the, the data of the, uh, the ship. There's plenty that could be done by simply just ending the Neutrality Act and opening up trade and letting people do business with Cuba. You know, Cuba is a small, ins- relatively small, insular uh, country run by a, a, a dictatorship that is on the precipice of being overthrown. Some very short measures would allow the people of Cuba to be able to depose their own uh, tyrants uh, without having to get the, the military-industrial complex involved in any way. Um I say that would be far better, and, and and it does so while also opening up markets, making both us and the Cuban people more free and more prosperous in the process, and allowing us to start developing uh, those business and personal relationships that are necessary to have long-term strong alliances between people in different countries. So, yeah. Yeah. Um... So that's everything on the show, but we are again two dollars away from Jason Lyon eating another terrible pepper. I'm I actually so Cajun donated through the PayPal because you couldn't do it through the GoFundMe, so that was thirty dollars. So I think And didn't Nalik give uh Nalik give you fifty Nal- through PayPal? Nalik has not yet. So she's uh, working she, on that right now. She put right in now. the comments that she was going to. Yeah, she's okay, working we'll on it right now. Bit. So she just sent me a message. So we are we are above that that threshold. So I I I owe that. Um, apparently, Sarah, super fan Sarah Andreg is also having issues with donating. Hmm. Um, so let's address some of the comments here. Uh, before I refresh, there was one from Joe who said something along the lines of uh, that we need SEAL Team 6 to go into Cuba and also uh, that free trade is not a one-way thing. Free trade is a thing... uh, Well, you can't have trade uh, one way. Trade always has two partners. 
uh, and that's something that uh, gets lost in the uh, yeah Joe we trade we we stream on uh, Facebook on uh, Periscope which is what you're on and uh, and and YouTube and Twitch and uh, Float, Float. And, and yeah so we're we're on a few different things um, yeah we're on a few things so uh, this idea that trade is one way in certain that's not how it works so for example when you trade something uh, when you buy a Chinese product you have both sides are receiving something uh there's this weird uh protectionist idea uh when it comes to trade that only the person uh who is selling the thing is receiving something beneficial because they're getting the money but the reality is you're getting the if you're the person buying when you're the buyer you're receiving something that you decided was worth more than the money that you exchanged for that thing, which means that there is no such thing as a trade imbalance uh, unless someone points a gun to your head and says you have to buy this thing. That's a trade imbalance. Uh, but if, or for example, if the government steps in and places a tariff or tax on that thing, that's a trade imbalance because they took your money and you didn't get any value in exchange. Um, but in any trade, uh, inherently in the trade itself is a balance in that you decided you wanted that thing or that service or whatever it is uh, more than the money that you exchanged it for or whatever you exchanged it for. Um, so yeah, all trade free or otherwise is a two-way thing or multi-party thing. Um, and there's no, I, I, it is, I do not require another country's government to free their people to consume my goods and get something from me that's more valuable to them than the money that they give to me. I don't require that or I shouldn't require that in order for my government to free me to trade whatever I want with whomever I want. Um, why? Uh, it, it would be like a, 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 a competition or a, or a face-off where you had two people saying, if you don't stop punching yourself in the face, then I'm not going to stop punching myself in the face. You can punch yourself in the face if you want to. I'm, I'm going to stop punching myself in the face. And it's tariffs and protectionist measures, which do devastating uh, are disastrous to any economy that implements them, uh, are the equivalent of punching yourself in the face. Um, so and we that's, did so. Uh, we 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 covered uh, the trade, the the tariffs that were enacted under Trump. Oh God, yeah. month and a half ago, two months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they said that the like after the numbers came in and it was showing where all of everything was, and we went we went deep into it. And I don't remember all of the numbers off the top of my head, um, but it turns out that you, as the American consumer, are paying. 93.7%, I believe is, I believe that's the exact number, 93.7% yep. uh, of those tariffs that are supposed yep. to be imposed on China. Um, so all that not free trade is doing, all that allowing uh, tariffs uh, on trade, all that does is cost you, the taxpayer, money. Uh, you, the consumer, it costs you money. It just makes the product more expensive. It doesn't even anything out because you are the one paying it to the country that is enacting it on a different country. Um, yeah, yeah. It, and, it and makes also, no sense. It, it's also and costing even, jobs. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Jason. Go ahead. And even if the tariff was going to do what it was intended to do, which was to stop the trade, um, because this was this was 
Trump coming in, trying to put it in balance. So let's say the tariffs were so high that it stopped the trade there. You're still going to have to get these same goods and services, but the businesses, the small businesses are going to have to go elsewhere where they're going to have to spend more money to get these things. And so the prices, their prices are going to drive up. The smaller businesses aren't going to be able to be successful. So you're going to be shutting down doors. You're going to be, people are going to lose their jobs, lose their businesses, lose their way of life, all because we wanted to, to, make a, a a fair fight when when the only fair fight is a free fight and a free fight is by free market capitalism and free trade exactly exactly and that also costs jobs because you have some that go out of business you, jobs are lost there and you then you have other companies that just leave and go where they're not going to be affected by the tariffs and they take all their jobs with them so for example let's say that you're a a company that makes a durable good like a like a, a car or a refrigerator or air conditioning unit or something some large expensive thing and you rely on cheap steel and cheap uh um, um uh, silicone and 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 cheap um already produced uh smaller items that have to go in like a uh semi uh, semiconductors and, and processors and things like that that have to go into this computer or car or whatever else and now you're told that you have to pay a whatever percent tax on that stuff that's imported from china so you can either stay here and pay more for that stuff which means you have to increase the price of your goods or reduce your 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 profit margin or do both which not only hurts you but also hurts all your investors in your company uh, and anyone that's getting any any uh, dividends from your company, or you just move to a country that doesn't have those tariffs. So now more jobs are lost in an effort to save jobs. T- trade protectionism was a pr- is a proven failure. It was a proven failure back during the Smoot-Hawley Act uh, when it triggered a, glo- a global worldwide depression, including here in the U.S. It also triggered a massive depression in Europe that led to the rise of the Third Reich and the, and the, the, the fascists in, in Italy and in Germany. Um, it, it, trade protectionism makes things worse. It is the idea that you and uh, another person couldn't possibly be trusted to trade between yourselves that government has to step in and decide whether or not you're allowed to do that and if so at what cost it's a stupid idea it always has been and uh, it plays to the worst fears of people that don't understand economics um uh let's see yeah and again so lady desiree is saying you know she thinks it's realistic that uh, Cuba will change dramatically with lifting the embargo. I don't. I don't Un- think it's unre- going to change unrealistic everything. Unrealistic for anybody yeah. that's not reading the comment. Unrealistic. Yeah, it's a little unrealistic to think that you know. Yeah, you, the, you said Cuba realistic, and I was that. like, mm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's not going to fix all of Cuba. It's it, it, if nothing else, it just gets rid of the main narrative that Cuba and its supporters, the Cuban regime and its supporters, use for why. Uh, uh, for you know, for why things are falling apart there, for no other reason, it should be um, it should be removed. If for no other reason, um, and I do think it will help somewhat. I think the bigger thing will be uh, ending or at least suspending for Cuba the Neutrality Act. I think there's so much creative stuff that could be. This is an island nation. Do you know how many things could be done off, right off the coast of Cuba from boats? Like example, like for example, what I was saying with the internet service, uh, you could effectively neuter. Uh, the uh, Cuban regime without firing a single shot um, if the U.S. government through the Coast Guard and the Navy weren't essentially protecting the Cuban government uh, from anything that were going to happen from U.S.-based actors. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I, I think that that will, uh, I think that that 
those two things coupled together, that would lead to dramatic change. But it would require both of those things to end, both the end of, to, an, to the embargo uh, and an end to, uh, to or, or at least a suspending of the Neutrality Act. Um, are we at 2100 yet? So Jason can eat. Yeah, we're his... at 2167. Yes. Oh, yes. We are at 2167, oh, no. including a $19 donation for some milk. So in case you need some milk. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I was gonna say I don't know how much he, I haven't been paying attention to how much he's been drinking, but he uh, he's he's got a good amount of milk saved up. It's off. Uh, I also want to highlight in that in that regard, um, Ashley S in the comment section said that if we are able to get to twenty five hundred dollars donated, she's gonna throw in another hundred and fifty. So. Um, we're at 2167 right now. So by my bearded peppered math, that would be 333. There's 33 people viewing this right now. That's 10 bucks a person. We can hit that goal pretty easily. Yeah. Also, if you share it out, share it out to two people. You just took it from 10 bucks down to $3. Three or four bucks, yeah. Right um and again we are doing this for a great cause the fam the the family that we are helping raising money for is a good friend of muddied waters media has been there um has been there through thick and thin for us has always been there for each and every one of us to the best of my knowledge anyway um and so are we going to try to oh sorry go ahead go ahead just 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 one just a truly wonderful family and to see them going through anything like this is heartbreaking for anybody that knows them. Uh, so we really want to help them out. Um, we love all of them dearly. And we just, I've given as much money as I possibly can to this cause. And I, and I wish that I could give more. Um, but, you know, if, if you can, please give, uh, please give to the GoFundMe. Um, and we would be absolutely honored to have you as part of the people, part of the team that's helping, uh, this family out. Um, uh, honestly, the, I'd like to, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. The, nope. the, the family, the, the guy is a brother to both, uh, to, to all three of us, um, to Spike, Jason and myself. Um, and we, uh, there have been times that we have all leaned on him and uh, you know, he, he is a person who, even if, even if uh, he needed somebody to lean on, he's not quick to ask for it. And so the fact that the fact that uh, we have the ability to help him out is something that I, I am honored to do. And I wish that we could do more. Yeah, we're doing we hope to do as much as we possibly can. Just so are we staying on until we get the 2500? Um no. <laughs> uh, I have to beat <laughs> I have to call out of work by what time? <laughs> I have, I have to be to work at 6 a.m. uh okay. freedom time. So that is seven hours. So I've got to be up in less than seven hours to make that. It's about a 40 minute drive. Um, okay, folks. Well, we will put the, the link in the notes one more time uh, in order to uh, 
in order to have where if you want to share, if any of you want to share with other people, we can get up to, if we get up to 2,500, then who was it? We'll give up 150. Ashley uh, S. Uh, Ashley S. Yeah. Ashley, Ashley S. S. We'll give, uh, and that'll make it to 2750. <laughs> and if someone gives another 50, then he'll eat that jerky thing for some, and, and he'll eat the jerky thing. And that'll be a nightmare for him. Will it? Is that where that hits? Um, yeah, that so the, the special thing was, I didn't um, want to bring it up because I didn't want to leave you guys where you guys were like, well, I'll just wait until he doesn't have to eat this to, to start donating. I see you, Kenny Johnson, with your comment. I'll donate once the show is over. Um, if you don't donate, wait till you see what I do. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I appreciate you wanting to wait to, to save me. I promise you guys and I assure you guys um, that I am going to be okay. I will be fine. I will be in some severe amount of pain in a short time, I'm sure. Um, but um, with the, with the, with the goals, with the monetary goals that we hit, um, as we hit those, I will be making a video to be able to still give you guys a little bit of bang for your buck um, wow. in order to, to, to hope that we can help make a difference for this family. Um, you know, talking with this family and, and, um, I'm so grateful that the that the three of us were able to really learn about this cause and and be able to help them. Yeah. Um, talking with the family, you know, once it is they 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 they're not being anonymous because they want to be anonymous. They're not hiding the details because they want to hide yeah. the details. So as yes. soon as it is safe and legal for them to do so, they will. They are excited for the moment they can come out and and say thank you and and explain the whole situation as much as they can um but again it's it's only as it's safe and legal for them to do so right uh, without yeah. get, raising issues right exactly right. and that's yeah. one as thing that we can. definitely don't want we don't want any issues coming from all of this which is why you know we've been very careful and we don't want to say who this family is um we don't want to say who this family is and we don't want to risk anything going awry in their trial. Um, so, and, and we, and we hope that, that the, uh, everything is dismissed. Um, so that this money, we can get to refunded, refund all this money and the family and is all reunited even pain sooner. Was for nothing. And Jason, all of Jason's pain will have been for absolutely nothing. That's what we're hoping for, for all three That's of those reasons for. equally. We will probably um, immediately start up a GoFundMe for the ulcers I just created in my stomach, but <laughs> for a later date. Yeah, for, for a later date. Uh, and for all the suffering that you all went through as well. Um, so, folks, uh, thanks so much for tuning into this special marathon episode. Uh, the the, the Jason thon, if you will. Um, the Jason Pepperthon. Join us next week for the Jason Buttholethon, where we help to raise money for the lifelong lifetime of of antacids and uh, and uh, I guess Pepto Bismol and and I'm not what works for having to evacuate. I think time. I think time is the only thing because it's, really, it's got to work its way through the system. Maybe like, lidoc- like it'll help this or something. <laughs> I don't, I mean, in, in, unless you're Is putting it anything? like just on up there and squeezing, I don't think that's going to make a difference. You know, you're yeah, asking questions that I never I'm even so thought good. to ask. <laughs> so I'm going through this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. 
yeah, time travel. Like Terry Miller says, at a certain this. point, nothing helps. I think that, yeah, time travel, go back and undo this. Uh, yeah, Jack don't, Casey. Don't do, don't um, do any of this. But yeah, ch- time travel is the only thing that's going to help in this situation. Yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. So, yeah, folks, thanks again for tuning into this. Uh, join us tomorrow for uh, My Fellow Americans. My guests will be Martha Bueno and Zach Foster. We're going to talk about this Cuban situation and the libertarian response. What is it that we as libertarians should be pushing for? Uh, what is the best way forward? What's going on there? Uh, Martha uh, is a um, is a Cuban-American. She's the descendant of uh, people who fled Cuba. Uh, and she's also uh, uh, very active in the Libertarian Party, uh, is the head of the uh, LP Miami and uh, is running for office in Miami. Uh, Zach Foster is also very uh, heavily uh, involved in the Libertarian Party and the freedom movements in Latin America. So we're, we're going to have some uh, incredible conversation tomorrow. And then uh, on Thursday uh, is the writer's block. And uh, who, who is your guest, Matt? You guys are not going to believe who my guest is. My guest is such a big name. You're going to have to wait to find out. You won't believe. You won't believe Matt's who guest this is, is going to be on Thursday. Okay. It's going to shock the it's answer. It's going to shock everybody. Will change everything. Thursday at eight. Uh, and then on Friday at, what is, is it still three? No, uh, I think it's, hang on a second. I think we hit 2,500. Did we really? Yeah, oh we hit God. twenty. We hit twenty five forty five. Twenty five forty five. People, thank you. Sir, fucking, fucking, thank you. That's thank two you peppers, isn't it? Uh, twenty five. That's twenty five. That's two peppers. It's two peppers. That's two. Peppers. Uh, Jennifer Morrison, uh, thank you um, for truly making a huge impact on this campaign, um, yeah. on this cause. That's yeah, thank you. That's man. incredible. And if, and if Ashley S gives you the 150, that gets you to 2795. 2695. I'm sorry. 20... Oh, sorry. 150. 150. Yeah. 2695. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. 2695. 2695. That's two peppers, Jason. So while Jason is processing that, uh, Friday at what time, uh, Matt? Uh, what was that? I don't. Hang on. Let's let's see if we can find out really quick. You're not going to believe uh, what time on Friday night. That's right. Is, you are uh, not going to believe Cajun what time. and Eskimo from Bayous to Igloos. Uh, and then join me this weekend, Saturday. Hey, what time is a uh, Cajun and Eskimo show on Friday? Oh my God, Matt! So is the show over with? No. What time is no. K- you're you're on the air? Seven on seven, I think seven Eastern. I don't quote me on that. I, th- I think it's seven Eastern. Well, we're quoting might... Connie on that. Seven Eastern. Quoting, Friday at seven Connie Eastern. That, seven Eastern. Connie. Seven Eastern. Done Friday. <laughs> uh, and then this weekend, Saturday the 17th, join me and the philosopher uh, in Tarpon Springs, Florida at Reload Gun Range. Uh, and I will put the link to that in the, uh, in the, uh, in the comments. One more, one last time. 
Super um, fan Sarah Andereg and uh, myself will be there. And yeah, super fan Sarah Andereg and himself, Matt Left Man Right, will be uh, Matt Left, if you will, uh, will be there. Um, and uh, you can hang out <laughs> with us. Go to the uh, go to the uh, the event in the in the links. And uh, and then on uh, gosh, what's happening on Monday? Oh, Jason Lyon, Mr. America, the Bearded Jason Truth. Mr. America, the Bearded Truth. Muddied Waters, Monday through Friday now. We have shows, as intended, as always intended. Jason Lyon uh, on Monday at, at 8 p.m. for Mr. America, the Bearded Truth. He should have mostly recovered from this at that point, uh, unless you guys keep giving, in which case this will just be his personal hell um, weekend. Um, either way, either way, either way, something good's going to happen. Uh, yeah. Jason, do you know what, what your subject's going to be on Monday or are you still waiting a little bit sooner? Uh, we are still going to gather a little bit more information on that, but, um, I think that Matt gave a good, uh, synopsis of kind of the, the rundown of what we're doing. So we're doing a little more in depth, um, on specific topics. And so, as Matt said, last night we did uh civil asset forfeiture. So we're going to look at doing either a topic and just diving deep into it, or we're going to be able to do to debunk the Republicrat theories and give up the, uh, the libertarian solution um, to better our, our society. That's really cool, man. That's cool that we have someone who's doing that, like diving down into a subject for an hour. That's really cool. Um, and then uh, join us right back here. Same muddied time, same muddied place for another fantastic episode. Of the muddy waters of freedom, where Matt Wright and I, uh, sans Jason Lyon, kind of sad, but also sans suffering, uh, sans Jason Lyon, uh, Matt Wright and I will be parsing through the week's events like the sweet little cheery little monkeys that we are. Folks, thanks so much again for tuning in. Don't forget to give to the uh, to uh, the GoFundMe to help uh, the the uh, family that we all love. And uh, awesome. folks. We will see you tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, this weekend, and Monday and Tuesday, because we do a show every it, damn day of the week now. We yeah, muddy muddied waters media is pretty much all the time now. And uh yeah. each and every one of you are the reason that that is a thing. So absolutely thank you now to all of you. Matt, if someone if someone were to try to find us on the internet, is that even possible? And if so, how? It would be possible. Oh, here we do. Jason has to do to do the thing. Oh, of course he does. All one would have to do is go to anchor.fm slash muddy's waters. Yes. Anchor.fm slash muddy's waters. You can find all of our episodes there. And you can listen to the sweet, sultry, dulcet tones of our voices. Give us money. You can also donate. You can also donate and leave us messages that we will play live on the air. Money and messages. Money and messages. Money and messages. And you can listen to us. It's a messages of money. It's the greatest site on the internet since E-Bombs World. Wow. (laughs) That's an obscure reference. No. <laughs> don't don't forget to consume Prilosec. I won't. <laughs>
Or you can find us in every other episode at muddiedwatersmedia.com. Well, that's fantastic. That convinces me to go do all that as soon as this show ends, because I didn't before. <laughs> Folks, thanks again for tuning in. Thank you for Jason for suffering for a family in need. Thank you to my, me for watching it. Thank you to you for helping Jason suffer. We love you very much. We will see you all every single day of the week. And where we're going... We don't need, we don't need roads. roads. <laughs>